Hi, we're the Conventional Podcast. You think going to conventions is easy. However, it's, it's anything, anything but. but. Welcome, everybody, to the Conventional Podcast. You know us, you hate us, you love us, I don't give a fuck. And it's our first proper episode in three months. Holy shit, <laughs> yes. And it's probably going to be the better one of them all. <laughs> Hopefully. So, it's been a while since we had certain guests on our show, but guess what? We got them back on. Introduce yourselves again. Hello, I am Maddie, also known as Iron Biohazard 03. It is a pleasure to be back with you, gentlemen. Why are you British? I don't know. It's a. She had boba tea. She thinks she's smart now. <laughs> That's <Yep>. fine. <laughs> I mean, she has. She let, she's trying to leave out the binky part, but I haven't forgotten. Oh, no, no one no. will remember oh, binky. Oh I'll, I'll name drop that later. <laughs> hey guys, Brad Duct Tape Hale here. Uh, you might know me from YouTube or cosplay wise from the Chicago area. Um, oh yeah, if we want to go anything more embarrassing than the name Binky, we need to tell you what she did at the trampoline park last night. Trampoline park? <laughs> we'll get to that later. Oh, yes. curious. Me is curious. Curious is curious, um, curious. I almost recorded it and I kind of regretted that I didn't because I did a lot of slow-mo recordings last night. And uh, Maddie did a literal face plant on one of the trampolines from one of the giant platforms. Did Binky have a tumble? Oh, yeah, no, no. What, they can't oh, see on the podcast. Oh, oh, my, oh my lord, you <laughs> poor child. That's, that's not a bruise. She rug, rug burned. burned it. Oh, she, she was trying to do a jumping somersault, but to do a jumping somersault, you have to jump. She just did a falls on her face. Yeah, that hurt a lot. Well, you know, Maddie, when people tell you jump and then do a somersault, does it mean, okay, falls. Well, it's like, in my mind, I wanted to jump, but my legs said no. No, for like 15 minutes, you kept arguing with us. I can't do it, even though on the jumping trampoline, she has no issue to do this. Well, She'll jumping. jump and do a flip in the air. That's in the foam pit. Oh, my God, Maddie. Foam pit, trampoline, five-year-old kid you almost tackled yesterday. What's the difference? They're all soft and breakable. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so before we get into this domestic abuse... Oh dear lord. We are actually here for a very specific episode because we're all a bunch of veteran old bastard cosplayers and we love to actually talk about Porn? just that too. But not right now. We have to do an adult episode. We like to talk that. about past. The past. Yes. we like Samurai to talk Jack. About, well, yeah. <laughs> I need to cosplay that eventually. But no. Um, we like to talk about the cons of yesteryear with you all and random shit that has happened over the years. The shit that we have gone through so that you can have a simple, pleasant con now. Yeah, basically all the stuff that happened in the mid-2000s up till now that has changed over the years. So, we're going to actually try and keep the rambling down to a minimum, which is not going to happen. <laughs> nope. No, I, I can promise. No, it's a nice light of the day. Hey, we'll just treat this like the Harry Potter film. Just make it a two-parter. Do you yeah. like Twilight? Two-parter. You yeah. like this sub sandwich? Two-parter. You like <laughs> this hooker? Two-parter. two-parter. Oh, that's kind of gross. Never Wait, mind. No, no. Wait, why do you want your hooker two-parter? Well, you see, you it's have... It's a run-on joke, Manny. Yeah, don't yeah, worry about yeah. it. That and there's a lot of things that we could talk about how two-parter hooker works and all When time. she's dead, she's a hooker. When she's alive, she's a call girl. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, 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 no. It's an Archer reference. Yeah, that's why I'm like, Jesus Christ. No, we're not going Archer in here. God damn it, Archer. Damn it, Archer. She's a, the call girl's dead. No, when she's dead, she's a hooker. <laughs> damn it, Cyril. God oh, boy. damn it. All right. <coughs> so the first one we're getting on to is uh, cons of yesteryear. Yes. So 
Now, yeah, we can do this in any have, order. Yeah, because there are a lot of cons that started in the mid-2000s, but they are no longer around today over the 15-year period. For good fucking reason, but... Well, how was it? Uh, when did you start getting into conventions, Caleb? Uh, 2007. And, and you were... 1999. So you're the one who's been going the longest out of all of us. 2005 was the first year I started. I when mean, was you first started, Maddie? 2011? 2010? Well, I mean, you are the baby of the group, so this that makes true. sense. This is true, yeah. So... We're going we're gonna to try and keep this to, like, mid-2000 stuff because there were a lot of flash-in-a-pan conventions 2001 through 2005. Hell, I ran one for two years in Galesburg. This was before Ryan Kopp did all his... Ugh, God, it made me want to puke saying that name. Um, he, whose name shall not be mentioned, started running all his multi-cash scams. And uh, it was called GaleCon. It was in Galesburg, Illinois. It was Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of kids in there that couldn't afford to drive to Chicago or St. Louis or whatnot, and we used an old, um, uh, an Osco Drugs that we rented from the mall, and it was a cosplay competition and video games and Nerf battles. It was a lot of fun. We only did it for a couple of years because afterwards, all these little pocket cons popped up before they started having issues. I'll quote, air quote on that. Um, and I'm like, okay, well, you know, they have these cons I can go to now, and it's really expensive to run a con. No, so, it's not cheap at all. No. So I understand why Arthur, who does like SoyCon and whatnot, understand why. Well, then that started as a gathering, pretty much, right? Yeah, and it, it was basically a gathering a for nine yeah. years, and then the tenth year was finally a convention for that one year. And then he just doesn't do it anymore. No, he decided him. to quit after because spoiler alert: I used to help Arthur Same. basically from I probably around SoyCon four, SoyCon five is when I started helping him, and then up until the end, I was helping him. Because I helped him scout out venues for site content for the convention. And I was right. like, this is probably how you should use your space and everything. And we talked about that, went through the whole process. And we talked about events people can do. And I helped run the video game tournaments for him. And Hell, I remember the year of the bomb scare. Oh, oh my God. No. I remember that. was supposed that. to be my first year, but my car died on the way to that toy con, actually. And then I heard about everything when I got back. And I was like, well, I don't have a car anymore, but... I guess I missed out on oh. some spicy stuff. So, so to those who don't know on the thing right now, the bomb scare at SoyCon was someone brought, it was either a cosplay item would or you, a, it was a co- item. Actually, would you like to hear someone that was staffing that year it to actually tell that? It was a cosplay prop. Let me tell you the exact story because I remember this shit and I remember exactly how it went down because it happened next to me and I was pissed at this person for years. So essentially, someone was cosplaying Doctor Who. It was a kid. I remember this clear as a bell. And they wrapped, and I quote, a fucking Walkman with a bunch of wires sticking out of it onto a brick with duct tape. Oh. I remember So basically this. that looks like a bomb. And yeah. they looked at, at the big giant metal bean in the middle of Chicago. Oh, we haven't got to that part yet. Yeah. This is where it gets fun. So these kids, I remember this clear as a bell because I was like, hey, this does not look like it should be a prop. This looks like it's death. Let's not approve this. Oh, no. The person that approved it was just like, oh, it's fine. It doesn't look like anything. And from the pyromaniac in the room, all I could say was, it looks like everything. (laughs) So then, after the entire convention was done, slash meetup, then these kids were wandering around the bean just playing different games. So they were like, find the TARDIS. 
so they were hiding it in different spots. Oh, oh God. No. That's when the shit hit the fan because <laughs> they decided to hide it underneath the bean. Also and then that's when the cake. bomb squad got called in. <laughs> now, mind you, I had left when all this shit happened because I'm just like, all right, everything's done. I don't have to worry about it anymore. I'm going to Giordano's. And then I come back for like five seconds because I'm like, did I leave my wallet at the bean? And I just see a line of SWAT cars just lined up in front of me. I'm like, I didn't leave anything. I wasn't there. I'm, I don't know. So, I have nothing to do with this. Did I leave my Walkman? Yeah. I remember Floyd had to make a statement and everything, and he's still really embarrassed about that incident. <laughs> it was a fun time. It's Mind you, I've been staffing SoyCon since SoyCon 2. So... That was probably one of the most exciting years. Yeah. But I then... remember when that happened, too. I laughed my ass off because as a prop builder, and Caleb will understand this, you don't do that. Ever. Anything. Ever. No. That's, that's like walking into school with a knife out. That's just, how stupid are you? And I remember someone on Facebook chewed me out. Well, you don't know. You weren't there. And I'm like, I don't have to be there. You don't walk in with something that looks like a bomb. In the middle of downtown Chicago. Chicago. While in a trench coat. While in a trench coat, by the way. I'm speaking as a guy who went to the official John Wick event, dressed in cosplay, and I have the full arsenal that works for it, airsoft-wise. But I also have the intelligence to realize that Lionsgate would not like me walking in there with what looks like guns. I mean, sometimes you just need to use common sense. Yeah. (laughs) Two other John Wick cosplayers didn't listen and got politely told to get the fuck out of there. Because they walked up with Airsoft and like, no, that's fine. I'm like, dude. They posted online that they don't want that. And then their official security goes, get out. And they got really mad. Yeah. You just don't do that. But basically after that incident, <clears throat> it was held at a park in Rolling Meadows, basically. Yeah. And it was a potluck. And then we had games and events on the side in addition to cosplay contests and stuff like that. It was just a really big gathering on Saturday and Sunday. With Friday being a beach day, that was optional if you can make it. Because... Obviously, with it being Friday in the middle of summer, sometimes people have plans or they have work, (laughs) which is mainly my issue. (laughs) Yeah, and I was a struggling college student even back then, so I literally had all the time in the world. So So is that the ultimate Japanese cosplay there, struggling college student? Yeah, actually, yeah. (laughs) Shouldn't you be drowning in women by now or something, or at least some... 10-year-old looking 4,000-year-old vampire calling you senpai or something? I mean... Maybe I mean, she might be a dragon too. I don't know. I mean, know. I have had a harem before. It was an interesting Are thing. Are we talking cats or people? Uh, right? Actual people, actually. I'm still but thinking he's okay. talking about but, cats. But that's a uh, different thing for later. I actually have had the cat harem too, but that's also a whole different topic. When we're there, it's cats, but when we leave, they all are like, oh, thank God they're gone now. We're really people. And Caleb's like, man, this candy's really good. I'm glad I don't smoke pot. And Jax is all like, yeah, <laughs> about Eat these that. gummies. Please continue eating my gummies. Magical that you... cat girls. And the magical brownies. <laughs> you know the funny part is, by the time they hear this, pot's legal. Yeah, it's legal in what a week and a half. Yeah, give yeah. or take. I mean, I know we're all joking, but I seriously will actually never do drugs due to personal reasons. Oh, no, that's fine. No, no, I but, yeah. Oh, I don't do drugs I'm, oh, I'm fine with joking about it. I'm fine with people doing it. I just know it's a not-for-me thing. So Look, we don't have to talk about my stoner years. <laughs> God, those were good years. I met Maddie during my stoner years. Oh, yeah. <laughs> those was that, were... Was that when we went laser tag? 
crying that one time? Yep, I was completely blazed out my mind. I I'm not going to lie to you. after his story. <laughs> You've met me in between my stories. That's true, actually, to be fair. <laughs> Those were good years. Speaking of, ironically, I was going to make brownies that were not stoner brownies. <laughs> You know what's really fun is making people think they're eating pot brownies and then seeing all the bullshit they try and pull. Like, man, I'm really stoned. You're like, oh, yeah, man, it's just good shit in there. And then later on, it goes, you have that one who actually tells the truth. I'm like, I didn't feel shit. Yeah, there really wasn't anything in there. And everyone's like, what? No, 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 no. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay, friend. Just because you humped, like, an uh, entire fire hydrant does not mean that you're a bad person. It just means that you humped a fire hydrant. So but- we've got, we did SoyCon... Let's hit Do up. Do you want to jump into the ultimate dumpster fire of all Tumblr? Oh, you want to leave that for last because that's the best one. I mean, all that's right. probably um, going to be the most tangent because we've all heard the story. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, let's not forget let's, I almost went. Let's do Reactor. Wait, seriously? Yeah. Let us let me be more specific. Manny, most people in Chicago tried going to DashCon. Yeah, I almost okay. went to, but I, I canceled on it. Because oh. your mom and dad saw it was a fucking scam from a mile away. <laughs> so, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll get back to that one because... There's a asterisk next to almost. Anyway, so let's hit up the second dumpster fire, Anime Reactor. Who remembers that dumpster fire? I unfortunately don't. I've, I never went by. I've heard all the stories about it in the Purple Hotel. <laughs> I have. I have. I was never able to attend it because just time and money. But I have heard stories. I have heard the legends of people tearing the place apart. How much of a shit pile the hotel was. Yeah, I heard it was. God awful, dirty, and or the people taking the sheets and turning them into togas, and the the hotel getting mad at them about it. It was it was just a dumpster fire waiting to happen, and then they try and restart it three or four times. I think so. I mean, the hotel is literally condemned, isn't it? Uh, Yeah, it closed down like in two thousand eight or two thousand nine. I think it closed down like almost ten years ago. But it was like the eighteen plus convention for conventions in Chicago, and oh my god, it made Colossal Con look bad on. The shit that would go on. Yeah, so it was very raunchy. <laughs> so let me actually tell a fun story about this. Getting to the fucking con was a death trap. Let's start there. Well, where I, is it? Uh, well, shit, most it was Chicago transit right? usually is. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. So first things first, oh. I went through the normal Chicago downtown transit, and then I almost got shot. And when I say almost, a piece of my fucking cosplay actually saved my ass. Secondly, it was a fucking twenty-two because the person was a cheap-ass bitch. If they used a forty-five, I wouldn't be here right now. Fucking pussy-ass bastard. Anyway, I was cosplaying Combo from Jet Set Radio, and it was like one of my first hardcore props where I'm like, no, I want this thing to be damn near indestructible. So I layered metal, wood, plaster, foam, just as much shit as I could physically into this thing. It was about... 50 pounds to wear. It made me feel like MC Hammer during an acid trip. It was perfect. Took a fucking 22 from like, I want to say 20 feet away. Popped it. It's just like, oh. Well, you know. Painted over it. It's like, fine. Nerf gun has slightly less power than a 22, so. Yeah. Just, just slightly. So it was funny as shit. But no, Anime Reactor was a dumpster fire for its own special reasons. As you said, they had more chaos than any fucking backstage concert you will ever know in your life. I don't, I don't know what hops into a congoer's mind when they hear 18 plus at a convention. It instantly means, fuck anything. Let's just be a jackass. Everything goes. I mean, it's like... No rules. I can do what I want. I'm not home. I just threw a twink through a wall. I don't think we're supposed to do that. That's okay. The hotel's good for it. Oh, let's not forget. Then you had roommates that were nightmares... I had one roommate that decided, hey, we're doing a Resident Evil slash Silent Hill room theme, everything. 
she decides she's going to take all this blood and just smear it across the walls in the what? bathroom. Whoa. And I'm just sitting there like... That's a nightmare to clean. My name's not on the room. I'm out. Don't give a fuck. Yeah. I don't even remember which convention had the door incident where somebody fucking shattered a door, but I'm almost positive it was Reactor. Like a front door? A bathroom door? You know, the you, hotel room door. Oh, God. Like the door to get into the hotel room itself got like yeah. broken in two, I think, if it yeah. happened. These events, you almost feel bad for the hotel staff that are just like, Jesus Christ, I'm working paycheck to paycheck. And then these What's people probably don't leave a tip either. They're probably just like, yeah, the room's gonna be fine. No tip or anything. Oh, and they yeah. have to clean this whole I can just hear mess. the maid's mind like I'm stealing anything valuable in this room yeah i I don't care no when they were doing shit like that i'm just sitting there like i don't blame any staff that robs us right now they have earned their fucking cut like i don't care what the fuck you guys have pawn shops full of 3ds's from the wait this is old so yeah just be a regular ds at this point (laughs) there was like this is the 50th one i've had trade in today uh sale yeah yeah (laughs) Sale, uh, kids going to college right now. Everything's good. Yeah, he, he just he just needs the money for college, so I'm hauling it for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Reactor was a bust. Reactor died the way it lived. It literally went out in flames. Yeah. So, there was that. That's a really good way of putting it. <laughs> yeah. Now, does anybody here remember Anime Apocalypse? I yes, I do. It. Well, mainly, vaguely. it was a con when it started. It was on New Year's Eve to New Year's Day, basically. It was that weekend. That was his first mistake. And then, second of all, I worked the maid cafe there, so that's why I remember it's because I specifically worked in the maid cafe there. Uh, but they had, it was up in Rockford, and it was a nice, small, little convention, and it was good for when they had it because they actually got a decent crowd, and they had, like, the dances, they had video game tournaments, they had panels, they had everything that they needed. The hotel was actually really nice. The bad move that they decided to do is they decided to move it, like, halfway during the year when there were other cons going on and they moved it to Schaumburg and that kind of killed it. Yeah, that can do it. It's when you start getting competition choking you out and you're fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I don't remember Anime Apocalypse that much because I was always going to other people's parties during New Year's, which personally, again, their first mistake was putting it during New Year's. While, yeah, going to a con on New Year sounds baller as fuck, why the fuck would I do that when my friends have liquor? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's like, I always heard about it and it's just... My family usually does all their Christmas, New Year's Eve weekend, because everyone else does their private stuff on Christmas. Yeah, exactly. And I've only ever gone to one convention near New Year's, and that was one of Cops Cons. That was one of the ones. And I only went because DC was there. Was it Zap? Yeah, it was Zap. Yeah, it was I Zap. think I did the That's, same thing. Yeah. I love it. And it was just, it was that freezing rain all that weekend, and it sucked ass driving back. But it was New Year's Eve weekend. Hmm. So... But yeah. you usually don't go to stuff on specific holidays. It's like you don't go to a con on Christmas. Or Thanksgiving or whatnot. Well, yeah. Halloween is a, is a wild card for me, so. Yeah. yeah. But Fourth of I July mean, is AX, so. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, Collision Con was, did the whole Thanksgiving, Christmas thing, and it also kind of shut down for the most yeah. part, I think. I Collision think. Con's no more. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is That's kind of why he just said shut down. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so y'all went to Collision Con, right? Once. I went okay. a couple times, yes. I barely remember the one time I went to Collision Con, so please well, talk away. Well, I had away. it at the Pheasant Run Resort, which was like kind of in between, like it was around like the Neighborville-ish area, it's to like, give or take. Was I thought it was like Rosemont-ish area? No, it was. It eventually moved to Rosemont. You're right, it did, but it started off like in the Naperville-ish area in the at the Pheasant Run Resort because I remember because that's where the first Anime Midwest was. 
and it had like the same hotel, and that's how I remember it. And then eventually it moved close to Rosemont, like 2014, 2015. Yeah, I went there like 2013, 2014. It's one of those years. I don't remember. Honestly. It kind I of mean, it, it was a very small con, and like it had like some of the standard stuff, but it didn't. But due to the holiday, it didn't really have the draw that it needed to. Yeah, and a lot of that stuff dies out real quick. I have one that's not on the list. It's, I think you all might be entertained. There's a little convention in the St. Louis area that started back about 2009, 2010 called NatsuCon. Holy shit! I haven't I heard haven't that heard name of that in ever. Forever. I, <laughs> and Holy fuck! I went every year it ran except for the last. two. Who, and that was when they were literally begging for money. Cause, Wasn't that 06? Well, it was... I remember going to ASTL 09, and then we went for... Because it was 09. It started in 09, because it was summer of 09. Okay, yeah, that one. Because no. it was when... Um, because I remember they're handing out flyers when we were there, because it was when ASTL, Anime St. Louis, was at the place it's at now before it had to hop. It was the one year it was there. Because 2008, they were at the hotel, and then they graduated to the one that's in St. Charles. And then... They got outbid and they had to move. Natsukon first started out at a hotel outside the St. Louis International Airport. And it was a shit show to start from because as soon as we got in, first thing the hotel tells us, we've canceled all your reservations because we didn't expect any of you to have cash. So if you want to pay for your room, you have to pay on cash. Okay, that's that's not a small amount either, especially for a weekend. No. Okay, number one, that's a hotel. They yep. should be able to take card. What happened with that shot? They didn't believe we'd have money. They thought all our cards would bounce. Wow. wow. That's a lot of presumptionist stuff going yep. on there. They shut the internet off for our wing. Ooh. They yes. would not let us have continental breakfast because they made the argument of, well, your costumes are distracting and it's uh, not right for the other patrons to be distracted. They paid money for this. Wow. We were so not allowed we. to be... I know, I know, I know. Rude. <laughs> we were not allowed to be anywhere that wasn't the convention center or our room. They were literally throwing towels at con attendees that were walking around in bikinis or like uh, a friend, uh, Dan, uh, Dan Sparta Watts was dressed as Leonidas from 300. Oh, Even okay. though they were wearing no differently than what everyone else is wearing to the swimming pool. One lady, one lady patron from the hotel was literally trying to throw towels at them. Oh, you guys are all being indecent in front of the con people. And they're like, we're wearing more than what people are wearing at the pool. We weren't allowed to use the pool. And it just it got to be a climax. And then by Saturday night, they were literally, they called the police and said, we will arrest anyone if we find you lingering out in the hallways. I remember this. Wow. Out in the actual lounge area of the hotel, of which we paid service for. Wasn't this the con that actually had the wristband bullshit? I think eventually you had to have the show you were con attending. Yeah. So I mean, there are a lot of cons that tried to do the wristband no, approach, they, to be fair. Because no, Yomacon were, did that, too. Yeah, but they here. were like, that was damn near bullshit the way Yeah, because it was last-minute stuff they had to imply on, like, Friday or Saturday. Yikes. And then one of the guys in our room actually complained about it to corporate for the hotel. And then the hotel came in and told the con and says, this is the room that complained, and it's one of your con attendees. So you either kick him out or we're kicking all of you out. Damn. Him and like two other people complained. So the con came in and says, We we have to kick you. He's like, I don't I don't mind. I actually take great credit in it. So we camped out in our room most of Saturday night and had White Castle and destroyed the bathroom in a very pleasant way. As you should. And, I mean, uh, that sounds like a nightmare to deal with if the hotel's being that rude to their guests. Well, Dear the con, Lord. The, the con sued the hotel and won. Oh, that, yep. that's good. Um, what was funny was the con 
hotel was like a flat rectangle, and then where the convention center was like another rectangle up. So the hotel was all one floor. It was one of those cheap 70s hotels. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean when you say that. <laughs> so the parking garage is on the back, and it goes up on a slanted that way. So you can actually get on the roof from the parking garage. Oh, boy. Because one of the things goes on, and you can jump on it. So one night, I'm going out there to go put stuff up, and one of our friends text Mr. me and goes, Dude, there's someone fucking on the roof. And we're like, okay. And it's Saturday. There's nothing for us to do because the whole, you know, martial law of the hotel is in, in vibe. So I go out, I'm like, I don't see anything. And I get out to the roof, and I look up, and then I see someone's doing someone on the roof. Yep. But we didn't realize it was the cons DJ that was doing it. Yep. Oh, that doesn't surprise me now. <laughs> so I'm like, I, I know this story, and I know uh, this story well. So we got out there, and uh, it was interesting. It was very, very interesting. All right. So we've covered all the fun ones. Let's talk about the ones that I'm still questioning why they exist to this day, but they make sense. They were like the Greenland and Iceland of anime conventions for the longest time. Let's talk about Yurikon. Who I love Yuri Ellen Fall. Well, yes. Everyone loves oh, the Yuri and Ice, but that too. And oh, he, wait. He's, this he's is... the best character in Tales of Vesperia. You're right. Yuri's, Yuri's great. Even though Yuri wasn't voiced by Yuri Lowenthal, it was Troy Baker, wasn't it? Yeah, I, I think so, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> For everybody that doesn't remember Yuri Khan, it was essentially the foil to Yaoi Khan. And it only happened in the U.S. once. And if memory serves, it was 2003. So a little bit before your guys' time. Yeah, this was a couple Way of... I was still before. in college before yeah. I even knew anime cons existed. I was still in high school when this was going on. I didn't go to this one. This is one of my few out-of-state conventions that I can honestly say I'm proud of. There's a lot of other out-of-state conventions I'm not proud of, but this one I was very proud of because I'm like, hell yeah, I love Yuri. Let's do this. I go to New York. Everything's good. Convention's not bad. There's a lot of clusterfucks. Um, this is a little bit before Yaoi Paddles. The convention we'll literally called we'll the abbreviation for women's sex in Japanese media. Clusterfuck, I think, is putting it lightly. Yeah. So the biggest clusterfuck was I was under eighteen when I went to the con. It was an eighteen plus con. Oh boy. How I got in, no one needs to fully know, but essentially. Well, yeah. I mean, it's early two thousands. You know, back when conventions were like, what's a security check? Security wasn't as common as cons back in the day either. Yeah. So they weren't around the next year, and I always thought that they were dead. On the way to do this episode, I actually looked it up, and it's like, oh, wait, 2005, they had a second running at fucking Japan. And they're still going, like, the LLC is still going to this day. Ironically, Yaoi Khan is still doing conventions. Yeah. So Yaoi Khan is all over the U.S., but when it comes to Europe, it's just Japan only. <laughs> yeah, they, they did one and done, and it was just like, all right, cool. So Yuri Khan was a good memory. There were some weird-ass fucking moments. A lot of weird-ass fucking moments, but it was one of those situations... I'm at a fucking con that's literally about Yuri. I I really have no space to complain. Fair. Ever. So was it majority female attendees? Oh, hell majority, no. Majority Jesus male. No. It was... The most people I saw there was mostly male. Wow. I'm not surprised, actually. And <laughs> would you do cosplay a package of buns for that sausage fest? <laughs> God, I wish. No. Uh, I actually don't even remember... Oh, wait. I remember now. I did a very shitty cosplay of Tails, and that was my first mistake. Because a lot of the guys there thought that Tails was a girl. That's kind oh, of humorous. 
No. Tails is voiced by a girl. Yeah. 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 But he's an actual a guy. Boy. Yeah. And I've learned something valuable over the years. That is a common trope on the internet where everyone thinks Tails is a girl or a twink. Whichever one you want to choose, it doesn't matter. So, that was weird. Very weird. Never again. Actually, I might cosplay Tails again. I'm just not that. I've heard about girls having long hair, and you can say that's kind of a handlebar for writing, but you had new meaning for double-fisted handlebars back down there. <laughs> So you knew me back when I had what a lot of people call the lion's mane. So you you know. Well, yeah, we met early on when I was still doing um, tournaments for Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. Because we met down in, what was the name of the shop that was in Peoria? I don't even remember. It's not there anymore. They yeah. moved. It's at a different location. It's nowhere near as good because they're like, oh, we, we only do like um, Magic the Gathering now and... Uh, What's that card game that's a complete ripoff of Yu-Gi-Oh? Bakugan oh, or something? Like that? No, it's Why like... something? Duel Masters? Why Schwartz is just anime waifu it's fight? something on no. It's... Duel two... Masters. I thought it was Duel Masters, too, because that's what I, I said. I want to say it's Duel Masters. But there are a lot it of similar anime card games. It's yeah. probably Duel Masters. Probably Duel Masters. Probably Duel Masters. Yeah. No, it's not Duel Masters. i got to look this up, but yeah, we'll keep talking about it. Yeah, that. so... I met I met Brad ones. back then, and again, Why Schwartz is just anime waifu fight because yeah. I played and I have a kill the kill deck. Come at me, but I still have the love life deck that you never finished. That upsets me greatly. Or did I? I just didn't tell you. If you did, then that's a whole different problem. But <laughs> no, so I met Brad when I had what could best be described as a lion mane. Before I met him, I had a mullet, and before then, I had pigtails. So let it be known. That I have had a plethora of different long-haired styles for reasons unknown. And when I was a kid, I had a ponytail that I dyed my hair blonde for that entire convention and actually put it in pigtails thinking, oh, wait, if I dye the tips white, it'll be tail's tail. It was a very bad idea at the oh, time. God. <laughs> Jesus I'm... Christ, was it a nightmarishly bad idea. And I'm glad that the only pictures that exist of this is Polaroids, and I'm burning those after this podcast. Well, it's the same thing with me, because when I dyed my hair, and I dyed it blonde, and it was like a bright blonde, it was when I was in high school, and there are no photos online of it. I think they're just Polaroids hidden somewhere. So you'd have to find those, but those might have been burned already. <laughs> yeah. So, Yurikon has some fucked up moments, but... Let's talk about the piece de resistance. Now, everyone knows about and loves, back in 2014, the con for Tumblr known as DashCon. Oh the con that crashed God. and burned its first year, which is a Jesus fucking record. H fucking right within the span of the weekend. Like, I didn't know it, it was, was possible. It was the fastest con burnout of all time. No, by Friday. That was probably the fastest burnout I've ever seen. Hey, guys, if you want to hear more of this podcast right now, we're going to give you the conventional podcast uh, PayPal information. <laughs> we need uh, $17,000 to be able to continue recording this here. Uh, not letting on for the fact that we have not paid any of the talent to be here this weekend. And are going to skip out on the entire fucking bill. And then keep in mind, after you pay us that $17,000, the only thing you get after giving us that money is an extra hour in the ball pit that no, we have. No, was it half hour or hour it in the ball pit? It was an hour. Yeah. <laughs> It, you might smell like urine by the time you come out, but you know yeah, what? Yeah. That's part of the experience. You, you know what the funny thing is? I was, my mom and I, we were in Vegas that weekend, and I just saw all my friends were posting about how much of a shit show DashCon was. Oh, I don't mean to jump in between. I finally figured out what card game was the blatant ripoff of Yu-Gi-Oh! Because what? 
half their anime characters literally looked like retraces of Yu-Gi-Oh characters. It was Cardfight Vanguard. Vanguard. Oh, it was Vanguard. That was the other option I did. The main of. character literally looked like a tracing of Jaden Yuki. He did. You're not wrong. Oh. Let me know. I actually did try to get in that because I had an entire subset of pirates and I've wanted a pirate deck for years in Yu-Gi-Oh! And then I'm just like, oh, I can jump into this shit. How much is a fucking pirate deck going to cost me? $300? Back to Yu-Gi-Oh! I go. But no, um... Anyways, I just remember because like that Friday, because I had I, one of my friends. He like totally just goes to the con the entire week and was even even able to get in the panels, no questions asked. And I just remember when the whole that Saturday afternoon, Welcome to Night Vale, supposed to be doing one of their readings, yep. and they're waiting, they're waiting, and then one of the staffers says, "So they just walked," and we were like, "Wait, what?" And it's just like on the what was the group that didn't even show up because the con wouldn't even pay their air. Welcome. It was it was the you guys need to pay your stuff and then we'll reimburse you. Bring us the receipts. Was it welcome to Nightfield? It was welcome. Yeah, Night it was Vail. welcome Nightfield still. And yep. like people paid for like screening and advance tickets for like front row seats. And oh then, yeah. Like middle of Saturday, they were like, "Yep, they're showing up." Yo, dude. All right, this is this is a throwback to some old shit. That was when me and you were on the forge, if you remember. Yeah, it was. Because I remember that clear as a bell. I ghosted that fucking con. And that's why I said I oh, most technically of the people that showed up go. to it ghosted it. Because it wasn't hard to get into it. Right. Well, I remember the first thing that when I was looking at the Dash Con, when that was such a shit show, initially they were going to call themselves Tumblr Con, but Tumblr sent out, legal action. Yeah, sent out a season to this letter. Do not call your convention this. So that's why their term Dash Con came Jeez, to it's be. almost like Tumblr saw what it was going to turn into in the next five to six yep. years. Yep. Yep. So, and, and I mean, there's supposed to be a DVD somewhere of this convention, yes, but I mean, it hasn't come out or no one's found the copy, but if someone does find the copy, I'm extremely interested in it. Oh, it's, yeah. It's somewhere in the annals of YouTube. Oh, yeah. yeah no, I remember the, the internet historian, because I watched some of his videos of like, you know, like the fire show, fire festival, DashCon, and Rainforest and all that stuff, but his on DashCon, like, if someone can give me that DVD, I will give you like a reward for this. Okay. Let's actually talk about Rainforest and that clusterfuck. the table. Sorry. Yeah. So... Rainforest. Rainforest, a bunch of my friends went to. Oh, no. Oh, God, why? That's how bad it was. Like, I almost had bile come out of my mouth. So is this the one where all the rappers conned people to go to the island that was supposed to be all the music and the festival? No, that's a fire festival. This is a fire festival. Okay. Okay. The best way I can describe this, and you can find videos of this on YouTube forever. Oh, yeah. But the best way you can describe uh, Rainforest's last year was... Find the poopy diaper. Mm-hmm. That's not a joke. Oh, yeah. But it was a furry convention that was basically had fires that, and all this fun there stuff. There was clusterfucks that shouldn't exist at a convention that happened at this con. Um, Let's see. The okay. find the poopy diaper incident. A bunch of baby furs decided that they were going to play um, find the diaper. Usually when they were doing this, it was like, oh, there would be a fully wrapped Snickers bar in it. There would be some toys or some shit. Someone literally took a shit in a diaper and hit it in plain sight. <laughs> See, this is stuff that just makes me want to go take a stick and find whoever's creative idea it was to do this and just make a line that says, one free whack, and just videotape it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so that that's the, that's the bare bones of what happened. Public displays of affection usually don't bother me, but it was damn near bare bones sex. That's... A oh, different topic, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, you mean Colossal Con? Anytime anyone gets in the pool or yeah. you know, die show? Yeah. 
If you ever are interested to see the clusterfuck that was Rainforest, please, there are documentaries of how bad this one single year was to the point that that hotel refuses to have any conventions, period. Oh, in yeah. It. It's or, that bad. Or how, wasn't it, it got so bad with Rainforest, like, no, like, hotels within the vicinity was even willing to let them help. Yeah, no one's yep. in that area code or the surrounding area code will host them. I think they had to move to a different state or they had to move over, like, 10 counties, something ridiculous Oh, yeah, like word that. travels fast in the hotel community. Yeah. Oh, yes. But no, but, but back to DashCon, I just remember my friend Corbin went there, and I'm like, this sounds horrible. This sounds absolutely horrible, but oh my gosh, it's like a train wreck you cannot look away from. Yep. Like, at all. That's basically it. Was it the biggest train wreck of a convention ever? Because I remember hearing about it, and I was thinking about going, but when I heard about, like, Friday evening and Saturday morning, that's why I decided against it, because I was like, nah, I think I'll just... Stay at home. Friday, like, man, I'm sure missing. I'm going. Saturday, nah, I think I'm good. Basically. Oh, God, the amount that they were charging for tickets alone, I remember, like, what was it, like, Saturday was, like, 85 bucks or something like that? Yep. Yeah, it was really expensive, and then they're like, we messed up our funding, guys. They need the money now, and then that's when they had to crowd fundraise $17,000. I think when they started crowding people is the nanosecond I left, so. Because it was, like. There, there weren't even a thousand yeah, it was, people it in that was room. Friday night. Yeah, but I remember watching yeah. the drama unfold on Facebook. Everyone was Same. just like, "Oh yeah, we're all mean in here. They don't have the money for it." And I'm like, "That's how. That's fishy. That's the biggest red flag of all time. That's like, nope, I'm out. Time to back out." Yeah. <laughs> so DashCon was a special place in hell. So if you remember a very long time ago in our show, we were talking about Anime Magic, and we asked them to keep the ball pit. The ball pit is a very special place in every cosplayer's hearts. Yes. Because DashCon had a very special set of entertainment, would be the best word I'm looking for. It was, for. what, a bounce house and a ball pit? And, yeah. like, a PlayStation, I one think? T- one TV. <laughs> one TV yeah, one and TV one with PlayStation. A- yeah. We, we review conventions, and we usually sit there and be like, okay, there's a lax of entertainment here. The game room looks like this. Yada, yada, yada. If we started this shit when DashCon was going, holy fuck would we have had an aneurysm by now how bad it was. either would have gotten a zero or I probably would have put in the negatives. No, it, it would have been the only time we would have been in the negatives in this entire show. Yeah. Like, no ifs, ands, or buts. Holy shit, was DashCon bad. You know, and the funny thing is, I love how, like, the next few years, like, no, it was the following year, it's like, we're going to try to rebrand ourselves, because, you know, we you know, we fought hard, you know, we're going to learn from this, we're going to bounce back, we're like, we're going to rebrand ourselves as Emoticon, and that ultimately went nowhere, as it no longer exists. Yeah, yep. they tried to move to Florida, I think? They tried to move to another state, it wasn't in Chicago again, they moved to No, Indiana. I, I, saved a, I saved a photo for this very occasion. A week after DashCon happened... Someone, well, it wasn't a week. This was Saturday of DashCon. Right. Someone at a con in Florida had seen all the shit that went down on Friday and had come to the con with a sign that was like, urgent, please help, need like $17,000. And the bottom part of their costume was a homemade ball pit. They got one of those little kid ball pit things. But what brought this photo to my attention, and I'm going to read you what it says. Seriously, DashCon happened Friday, and by the same weekend... MetroCon in Florida already had someone cosplaying this joke, and as described. This is why this was sent to me. Not to mention, someone else on here made the new link for the upcoming Wii U Zelda, which is Breath of the Wild. 
almost immediately after the trailer was shown as E3. This was sent to me because I was that asshole that did that within 24 hours of the E3 thing. But I kept this just to show you how quick cosplayers will coin on something. Very fast. They'll be like, meme? We gotta do it. Meme? Yeah. We'll do it. Fucking, for, no. First fucking trailer of a Ruby season? Oh, random ass background character? Done. Five seconds. Where are oh, we? You got the ones that are like, uh, was RTX last year. Well, we're so good, we got all the Ruby designs before they announced it. And everyone goes, yeah, that's called Rooster Teeth paid you to show up in the costume. No, they didn't do that. Two months later, okay, yeah, they did. Or you get all the people that Blizzard will pay to show up in their costumes. Yeah. And I can take, as a fucking badge of honor, I have beat two of them to finish the costume. Nice. And they are given these fucking designs three months ahead of it. The the guy that did Doomfist. I will say his was immaculately better. The 3D printing and the leather working they did on that arm was fucking immaculate. Yeah. But people are like, how? And I'm like, no sleep. Like, literally no sleep. Yeah. And caffeine. Yeah, it's literally no sleep. I just working 24-7 to get that done. <laughs> that was a costume I had to be very careful on. I, I, I've... Brigida and Doomfist, I think I was one of the first to do. Doomfist was one I had to be very, very careful how I cosplayed uh-huh. that. Dude, I'm, honestly, fuck it. I, I was I, proud of your fucking Doomfist. I know, I know, but there are still people that are Who are really sensitive off, to that, like, yeah. I did no makeup with it. The only thing I did was the war paint he had on yeah. his face. That was it. And I love it because my nickname from a lot of it was Thick Fist. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, you know what? And they're like, dude, this guy's pasty as fuck. There's no way anyone's going to say he blackface or anything. But I got a lot of people like, well, it's not fair that he did it. He should let everyone else be able to do it. And I, I don't, Bitch, please. I don't like that argument in the cosmic no. community because it's the whole... Don't yell at us that you want to have the diversity of you doing it, and they get mad when someone else does it. Exactly. Like, as, like, as long as you do it respectfully, like, you should yeah. be fine. But I don't want to be like, well, I you can cosplay any character you want, but then, like, when you cosplay, like, someone of a different race, they're like, well, hold on, that's why watching whoa, the character. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm like, that's kind no, of a double no, standard. No, 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 fuck that shit. Here's my belief. As the only black man in this goddamn room, just do the cosplay with respect no right. one should give a fuck. That, that Honestly, was exactly my point. I fucking cosplay Asian skinny dudes, and I'm a fucking thick-ass black dude. Come at me. God damn it. So long as I don't see literal blackface, which people need to get the goddamn definition correct. Yes. As so, someone who's done theater, I understand exactly what you're saying Yeah, with that. there is two types of fucking blackface in the world. There is mammy, and then you have respectful, where you're like, okay... Tanning. Guess what? Bronzer. That's, yeah, tanning. Bronzer. I don't give a fuck. Guess what? It See, that's, works. That's the very slippery slope on that. I know a lot of cosplayers who can't tan Different. at all. Me. And you get that's people true. that like literally any sun on them, they burn like a peach. And people are like, well, um, tanning lotion is blackface. And I'm like, you don't know if that cosplayer uses that normally because they can't be in sun at all and they yeah, don't yeah they might have know. a skin condition or something that's right. completely legitimate or they're that... like Maddie who's a damn vampire we don't fucking oh, no. know yeah no she doesn't tan at all she just burns oh yeah so I mean I've, I've known people for years that we use tanning lotion to look like they have normal skin tone and then it instantly becomes one of those things like oh well that's racist to do that and I'm like no it's racist if you make it if you're gonna split hairs where there's no hairs to split that's that right. I exactly. mean literally you're talking about it if you want the theater definition of what blackface is it's fucking shoe polish on the fate thank you insulting theater mocking thing that's what it was it's always Minstrel been for shows. yeah 
Well, I mean, we're not talking about lady issues here, man. You know, I'm, I'm fucking with you. Um, <laughs> any cosplay that's a form of disrespect to me is a is- cosplay I have issue with. We went from insulting cons to insulting cosplays. I love this. I mean, you're not wrong. But it's it's no different than getting mad that, well, you guys can't do them because those are technically Asian characters or this. Or it, it, it turns into, as somebody who competitively competed in Masquerades for years, you're giving people who have to nitpick shit to know in to feel like they gain an advantage in the Masquerades. Because mm-hmm. that's what it's being used for right now is... I don't feel it's fair that they won. They were using body paint because they were dark elf. That's racist. And they're like, no, you were trying to split shit where there's no shit to split. Right. Yeah. They're like, it's uh, not fair to the cosplayer. The cosplayer is just trying to represent a character that they love. and Because there was like some with. cosplayer over in Europe that had like a brown bodysuit. And they were complaining that was yeah. racist. Oh, oh I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it was um, what was it? it was like League of Legends or Smite or some of like MMORPG. Yeah, she did like this all like latex work, and I'm like, that is fucking stellar. But instead of you know complimenting and praising Dishy, she did all this work. They're like, oh, it's racist. We can't have her being the conversation. Actually, I'm very curious. Does anyone know who the uh, cosplayer was? And he's a Chicago-bound cosplayer, and I think it's a dude. African American, but he cosplays Duke Nukem, and he white faces the shit out of himself. I I'm know not, who you're talking I'm about. I'm not trying to split oh, hairs on it. Is it Quain? Maybe. Oh, but maybe. I'm like, I literally looked at him and I'm like, is he albino? Because and I realized it's makeup he's wearing, and I'm just like, I didn't know who he was for a while. I mean, I I think it's a he. He looks very effeminate. I don't know. I, I think I might know who, who it is, but I might be wrong, so I'd have to do some research before I call If you know same. who it is, call into the show, or, you know, how the fuck else are you going to find us? It's People will beef about what we said, no matter what or not. Dude, I expect it. Yeah. But it's one of those things where I'm like, there's a slippery slope when it comes to, like, the whole very much race, so. race facing, all that, yeah. whatever. Yeah. And honestly, my belief is, so long as you do it with respect, it should not be considered racist. Exactly. As long as you're being respectful about it and you're trying to show that, hey, I put time and work, I'm just trying to portray a character I like the way I think they should be portrayed. And as long as it's not, you know, offending anyone terribly or you're just trying to be close... Okay. As you can in your own way. Like, you should be okay. All right. Sorry, I was looking up. I was like, I know what character it was. It was Pike from League of Legends. I mean... Oh, oh yeah, you're right. It was yeah. Pike. Like, just look at this. I'm like, clearly... Well, that international cosplaying rackets... The international cosplay in, setup is... Any uh, fucking thing yeah. that can get against you, they'll use on you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because international cosplay competition is a whole different ball of wax No, they'll nowadays. shoot you in the back room. I've seen it. Oh, yeah. They'll do people it. People ask why I don't do masquerades anymore, and I'll, I'll... People ask me why I don't do masquerades, period, nowadays. I did... Th- okay, I've done five in my lifetime, and all five were a fucking heart attack. Because, again, black guy. I don't really get that many cosplays that I get a chance to do that a lot of people would know. Minus Garter Belt, and everybody fucking knows me for Garter Belt. But it's one of those things where I'm just like... All the cosplays I love doing, everyone's like, Oh, you're black XYZ, bitch, come at me. Like, who it's can- like my friend Hassan did Kakashi for years, and he's like, everyone always called me Black Kakashi. And I'm like, that's what he told me to call him when I first met him. I'm like, you sure? He goes, nah, everyone calls me, and I don't I don't care anymore. But it's just, you know, it's you don't, they don't call me White Master Chief, or they don't call Caleb Sassy Pale Cat Girl, or anything like that. Yes, they do. Now, they call him Sexy Miss Cat Girl. No, they, they call, call, they well, call they, him they, Sassy Bitch. They, they, call, they praise my booty in, in a number of different things. But They that's... call Caleb Daddy. No, the day that ever happens. <laughs> Look, the day this skinny, this skinny femboy ever gets called Daddy, I'll accept Zaddy. Zaddy, I'll accept. 
but never daddy. It's going to be like 20 years down the road, his kid's going to be looking at it, and you're like, do you want to see what daddy looked like that? Is that you, mommy? No. <laughs> like that's, no. That's, that's daddy, actually. And they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's going to be you in a skirt, peeing in a urinal, and just like... I mean, I've, I've done that before where I, I'm going into a men's bathroom and then, like, the person is coming out and they're like, did I go into the right bathroom? Oh, <laughs> they're like, God. they're like, wait, they did the don't talk They're like, wait, 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 what? Well, what? hell, though. We were talking about cons earlier. <laughs> I had to work at, uh, an all-yaoi convention and I was doing security. It was called uh, BishiCon in St. Louis. <gasps> BishiCon was uh, good. It was, it was kind of like a, a pre-DashCon. It was very overpriced for what it was. They were charging one twenty for a badge for the weekend for a first year con. One twenty? That's ridiculous! Holy shit! And they shit. only had maybe six hundred people there, and uh, they only wanted to have two security, which is me and my friend Wyatt. They brought a uh, third person on on Saturday night for the rave. Well, what they didn't tell me was all staff was supposed to cross dress on Saturday night, and I'm like, "Oops, I wasn't told. I don't have an outfit." Whoops, Daisy. And they're like, that's okay. They had something prepared for you, didn't they? We can find something for you, and I'm a big dude. And I'm like, good luck. Good luck, I'll wear it. I'm a man of my word, though. They found so something. So they threw together a Walmart Aerith for me from Final Fantasy VII. Yep, there we go. They had a red dress, they had a wig and everything. Of course, my head was buzzed. So they had a hard time keeping the wig on me. But I still had to walk around with my security gear, so I had my radio on me. And my friend's like, well, I got... the con allowed full metal weapons. So I got to walk around with a full metal Masamune. Uh, I had the radio on it. I had jeans and I had my combat boots on underneath. But they had me shave my chest, my face. I did my makeup. I put the wig on. I had dudes hitting on me that thought I was a chick. Because they had me gussled up enough that it looked like I had tits. Till I Welcome talk. to my world. Till I talked. <laughs> and this is why well, the exact Well, even when reason. I talk, I still get... Guys hitting on me. It still takes them like five minutes to realize I'm a guy. And, I'm like, my voice you're looks. cute. You're like, thanks. Yeah, I'll treat you both yeah. if I get hit on, period, and I'm confused with my life. Because <laughs> they I... want that sweet chocolate man meat. And they ain't ever going to get it. <sighs> but anyway. Welcome to the man whore world. It's delicious. You should enjoy it. They never. want the pocky. No. <laughs> Hockey games. How many likes does it take to the get to the center of the stop biting my dick? <laughs> I really love the fact your guys' audience is definitely not PG because this Dude, is... we gave up on making this PG years ago. Even before I, this show even I came mean, out. I think the second episode we were still like squaring up and down. Yeah, no shit. I gave up. Fuck, fuckity, fuck, fuck, fuck. Pretty ba- much. Basically, you're not wrong. Like, we had... One of the premises of being a guest on this show has always been just fucking curse. Just fuck it. Just, we, we gave up on trying. <laughs> Literally, when we released our outtakes... Half of it is just us swearing like half the time. Mainly him trying to get the intro right because I was like, Jax, we finally had to get this intro done. Look, the first three episodes was just me screaming fuck because I could not remember my own... I, look, I wrote the opening. With me. We wrote it together. Yes. But do you understand... Short and sweet. Short do you and sweet. understand why I'm just sitting here like, it's short and sweet and it's just like, why can't I remember the words that I typed? How the fuck is this physically possible? But all right, we've rambled enough before I cry about my own stupidity. Don't we all? So we got a sub one that we're talking about uh, events. Yes. So events. Events don't actually mean like, oh, here's one thing that happened at a con or another that was official. No, we're talking about random shit that happened at cons 
that might as well have been their own fucking production. Because they were these were things that were very common in conventions in the mid well, they're all to all late two thousand. Yeah. yeah. They're they're basically old ancient relics of the past. So everyone's like, Oh, I know what this is and it was before my time, but if you mention these key words, you'll be like, Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about and somebody will documented. Have a, and somebody will have a Vietnam flashback, trust me. Yeah. It's pretty bad. Uh, Depending on the item on this list, yes. Yeah, the first thing... It's like a purifying of fire. Yep. <laughs> Have you ever been glomped? Yes. Yeah, we paddle? Yes. Gift? Oh. Maybe. <laughs> Too many times. Bradley? Too many Actually, times. Actually, no, I've never yipped before. Thank God. I, I have, have never yipped either. I don't... I have no idea. You hesitated. I had to you think hesitated. about it. I had to think about it. I was like, what is the technical <laughs> definition of yip? <clears throat> is that drawer so big of all the sexual exploits Jacks have done? We don't talk about the shit that I've done, but damn it, I have lived. But so anyway, has Brad. Brad has lived a lot. Yeah, um, you didn't. I, I'm always one of those dedicated people that if I have a goal, I go for it. Uh huh. That's a very clear understatement. I'm going to put it that way. Yeah. Uh, I had a guy approach me about 2013, and he goes, "I just want to shake your hand." He goes, "Why?" And he goes, "You're an inspiration to a lot of us in the St. Louis community." And I'm like, "Cosplay wise?" He goes, "No, no. Uh, well, I mean, we like that, but." You, you inspire us because you're a legendary man whore. And I'm like, excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, well, a lot of people know that anytime you, you want sex, you can get it. Yep. Legitimately. Not like, you know, I'm not a guy, like, I'm not Ryan Kopp. <laughs> Jesus, under the bus he goes. <laughs> you guys got to Well... You gotta cut in the whole prices, right? Look, not only that, but I got lawyers ready to go. <laughs> ready to get our lawyering team out of this stat oh because my God. here's a cease and desist letter like showing up in our mailbox and like we're PewDiePie. We're like, well, here comes the Diz track in like a month. Oh, I'm ready. <laughs> How many times can he ban us from a con? I mean, shit. We don't go, so I mean, he can all he wants. Jokes I'll just go. The worst comes to worst. I'll just ghost and go to the red bar and be like. I'm going to the restaurant. It's legal for me to do that. Oh, yeah. Deal with it. <laughs> Shit. So oh, it's yeah. like... And heaven forbid, people be in the hotel, the lobby, especially one nearby O'Hare Airport. Heaven fucking forbid. Okay, I have Jesus. a story about this. That... I do, too. Okay, so we talked recently about how I want to go to certain adult conventions and actually do reviews for them. One of those is Exotica, and I always go the yes. first fucking day because... Oh, I'll definitely cross dress so I can get it for free. You know yeah. I'm down. I'm toast out. So, here's the issue. <laughs> so, we go. I'm going specifically to Exotica. Midwest is the same fucking weekend. Oh, I remember. Yeah, that and was the thing. I had this nice lady stop me at the Habit Trail... Going into the fucking hotel telling me that unless I had a badge for Anime Midwest, I was not allowed to go into the Hyatt Hotel. Yeah, that don't fly with me and my group. We had people snapping off and damn near made this poor lady cry. And I felt terrible at first until I thought about it. <laughs> Who the fuck are you to actually force me... To not go into a public space. Guess what? I'm going to go to the Red Bar, get drunk, go to my friend's room upstairs, who has a room key, by the way, and we're going to get more drunk, come back downstairs, and chill in my favorite spot. Why? Because nobody has control over my bitch ass. So I have something actually saved in my phone for all these um, well, insert here blank memes. But, but, I mean, before we continue, 
also during that same weekend that I should talk about is Ryan Koss' mom and dad were at the convention oh, wearing Jesus. shirts that stated that, that they were his mom and dad, and they were kicking people out, asking them if they had a badge to MMA Midwest. Seriously? Uh, 100% dead serious. Is there a chance? Oh, God. Because I, I was there, and I was ghosting it. I had people ask me, and I was very quiet about it. I got through it, but, but like... I've met his mother before. I met his mother and him years ago at one of my first anime Iowa's when I first met Koff in his really shitty Sephiroth cosplay that people over the years have uh, nicknamed Molesteroth. And uh, I witnessed his mother chew him out like the little bitch he is down the hallway. No, that would totally happen. And then I remember when like he tried to put like, Alucard and other stuff on like his program guy, but then... He got copyrighted strike, and then he had to like oh, yeah, remove it's it. Cease and desist. Yeah. yeah, same thing with I think he tried to call all his cons Domocon, and he got like a cease and desist on that too. I, I think. remember Domocon. God, yeah, that was a weird ass yeah. year. If but, Anime Iowa will get a cease and desist for posting art of Buchan as stripper Vash, and sure Naito's lawyers are like, ah, ah, ah. cops uh, gonna get it. But this is something I saved from the Hyatt Hotel. It says. As for being considered a trespasser, our hotel is a public and our lobbies, outlets, and guest rooms are all public spaces. Mm-hmm. Conventions and event spaces that have been rented by a group is not public. It is the exclusive right of the group who has an event. We welcome guests to stay on property and utilize our public space during any event. So, that's one of those things that you just slip <coughs> out. And like, aka, you can't kick people out for being in a public area at a hotel. No. no. Oh, but what makes it even better about this entire situation, and Maddie, I think you actually know where I'm going with this one, the Hyatt got so embarrassed about this entire situation, everybody that entire weekend got free parking. Just nice. so that they could just leave in peace. I was happy with that. I was staying for like three days. I was a happy son of a bitch. But no, I actually have a similar story, because once again, cop thinking, oh, I have a place to hotel lobby. Uh, bitch, you can't. Well, my friend Becca was getting dropped off because she couldn't be there on Thursday because she was out doing 4th of July stuff with her folks. She gets dropped off on Friday. I'm waiting for her. My phone is dying. I got to throw on the charger. And I told her, just go down to the lobby, go to the front desk, give me your last name, they'll give you a key, you should be good. 15, 15 to 20 minutes goes on, and I'm like, where the hell is she? Like, what's taking her so long? Does she have a lot of stuff? Or she's like, hey, I need help. So John and I go downstairs. We see security and I say loosely with air quotes, it's pretty much harassing her saying, oh, you can't be here unless you have a badge. And then the guy even had the gall to tell her, you can leave your stuff here, but I can't guarantee if you'll still be here. That's called a dickish move and a half. (laughs) Oh, yeah, no. So literally, me, I could tell John wanted to kick this guy's ass. Basically says, listen, she is in my room. She'll be, she is getting her key. She'll be getting her badge later today. Leave her alone. And we should have done that from the get-go, but we just... Well, you should have just walked right by him, flipped him the fucking bird, and said, okay, if we're going to have an issue with this, I'm going to go talk to hotel staff. Go get them over here. I am the customer. Treat me like the customer. Where's the hotel staff at? Are you a hotel employee? No. Then why the fuck are you telling me I can't walk into the hotel? Right? Basically. Yeah, but no, immediately, as soon as we got past that bozo, we just went up to the security, like, no, um, if you want to know what hotel security looks like, they'll actually be professionally dressed and they'll look like Joe Schmo off the street. Yeah, Maddie, if anyone is telling you you can't do something that's not there from the hotel, you don't have to listen to them. You know, this is this actually makes me think, honestly, should we just have an episode bitching out about cough cons? Just one episode? <laughs> do, we get, well, well, do we want to get bailed first? Well, I ha- well, that's fair. Well, the thing is, Jack and I were privately debating this for the longest time. We were like, 
Well, when do we want to open Pandora's box? Because when we do, we can't go back. There it's is a one no closing that street. shit. Oh, no. Because we'll get the cease and desist, because I know Nerd and Ty got one for, you know, doing just covering articles on him and what's going on. And I think, like, he tried to send one to Amkey, too, because they also put him on blast this year. Mm-hmm. Saying that he's oh, you banned. mean how he got uh, banned from the hotel, and he got banned from the con, and had charges pressed against him. Yep. Oh, all of those, all and three if no of those one says that's un- if anyone says it's untrue, uh, I was an Amkey staff member, and we got an all post bulletin over the radio to make sure if he re-entered the building to alert the police immediately. Yeah. So don't say it didn't happen. So it's one of those things where we're like, if if someone honestly wants us to just cover everything that has happened up to this point with cough, which trust me, we could talk for almost. Like 10 hours on this topic, if we really had notes in for us, we could go through each event individually, which I would not really recommend. I could It'd have guests on here with like first person experiences. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've, I I've, can... knew, I've known him for years. I can dish on shit left and right. Or incidents that happened at the con and nothing was done about it. Oh, that's a whole different shebang. So, so you're not shit, wrong. he's confessed to me thinking he was being cheeky. So that's one of those things where it's like, if you want us to do this, and if you really believe that I will survive in prison, please email Actually, us. Here's a really good idea for you guys. Uh, do what I do with my channel. If you want to do kind of that racy kind of show where the the one that you know is going to require some effort, set a goal for your viewers to meet. Um, plug your microphone. I mean, the guys are looking to raise for some nicer gear for the channel. So why don't we do this? You guys can edit this out later if you want to or not. If you guys want to see them do the Ryan Cop show, or the He Whose Name Shall Not Be Mentioned show... Basically, the Voldemort of the convention community, as Brad is stating. You guys want to plug your PayPal? Fuck yeah, might as well. All right, well, we should do the Patreon. Two, well, two the Patreon. Fuck. Yeah. Well, Patreon takes too big of a chunk sometimes. Fuck it, coffee. Coffee's uh, coffee. Coffee. Coffee or anything like that. Yeah. They're looking to raise $200 for better mic gear. Let's, I'm not putting words in their mouth, but uh, I think that would be a fun goal yeah. for that show. Yeah. Well, yeah. $200 will do the cough episode. $300 will fucking pull guests on. 500 yeah, yeah. will get like three guests. There's a gal I know who got banned from CoughCon. I know exactly what happened. Shit, pull her on. I'll give her candy. Oh, yeah. I got banned from cough conventions for making a fucking meme. Of course. Yeah. So before we get down this rabbit hole... Before we get further down this rabbit hole, let's hit up the first thing of events. Well, technically second now. Oh, the Yowie Paddles. Let's talk about Yowie Paddles. I remember yeah. them. Be- long before someone got their entire hip permanently destroyed, uh, I much respect to that person. I'm so sorry for your loss. Long before that happened, Yowie Paddles were a threat in the making. Mm. That they were. So basically, Yowie Paddles came out in 2001, 2002. And they're basically a paddle, uh, well, like a half paddle. They were a fucking boat oar from uh, well, Joanne they, Fabrics. Yeah, they're like a full boat oar. They're like a half or like a quarter boat oar. And it basically says Yowie on each side. Well, it says Yowie on one side in English, one on the other side in Japanese. Yeah, That was exactly. the original one. And then later it started saying stuff like Yuri or like Semain Uke and stuff yeah. like that. Uh-huh. Uh, but basically, people would get these paddles... And then they go ham on someone's ass cheeks. Yep. Now, and sometimes it would be like soft and simple, like a simple ass clap. 
I've witnessed a girl in a schoolgirl outfit straight up go full water boy on someone's ass <laughs> and brand new snapped it in half. And the dude was on the ground like crying and she thought it was cute. Now, here's no, the problem. Step no. one, if someone hits you in the face with a baseball bat and thinks it's cute, that's fucking Toga from My Hero Academia levels of crazy. Well, I mean, you gotta realize, I mean, we all know this in cons. There's, there, there's, there's a certain level of fandom that goes in there and instantly thinks, I can do whatever I want and there's no repercussion. And everyone else goes, why? And what makes you think that? Would you think that? This is kind of a... One of those interesting topics of things that, before the law got cracked down hard, like they were saying, paddles were pretty much just used on people, and it wasn't consensual. Like, if people were, oh, like, no. asking oh, no. straight up, oh, then no, it I've wouldn't be a problem. I, oh, yeah. I, I know exactly what you're oh, talking about. Oh, we're going about. to go to Gomps next, because yeah, I, that's I, that's I lost bone because of that yeah. shit. But, but yeah. I mean... If people asked, that'd be one thing. But the thing is, people were just doing it randomly at conventions, and you just yeah. like feel your butt getting hit out of nowhere. And you're like, I had a what the hell is this? Yeah. <laughs> and if they don't hit it flat, it, it hurts. hurts worse. Yeah, because yeah. they're <laughs> essentially you with an slicing you. But what got me the most was, and I was a victim <laughs> of, pa- of the Yaoi paddles in the past, I was hanging out with an Ozma cosplayer. I was cosplaying a Ruka sensei from Naruto. Not Shippuden, but basic bitch Ruka. And well, yeah, we're this just was early 2000s, so yeah. yeah. Me and him are just chilling, and then out of nowhere, this Sakura cosplayer just comes out behind me, misses my ass, and like hail marries me in the spine. I drop like a sack of potatoes. And, <laughs> That's cute. And that was like when I was still benching and playing football and shit. And I'm just like, what Dude, the I don't fuck care just how hit me? You are any board on the back? <laughs> yeah, hurt. I'm like, oh what the fuck? God. I should be laughing, but that's just. I, I I hail from the age that used to backyard wrestle with right. coop sticks and broom handles. And, I know exactly what you and mean. And fucking barbed wire bats. Those were the good days. Uh, I opted out of those. I was like, I was extreme, you know. And I say this from jumping off garages and breaking tables, but it's the when the when the when the sharp objects come out is when I'm like, no. Uh uh-uh. uh that was when I came in. But that aside. Oh, uh-huh, phrasing. Oh, yes. But, yeah, no, Yaoi paddles, Yuri paddles, semi uke paddles, they were pretty bad. Um, Okay, let's jump to the other one that we like to talk about the oh, most. Glomping? Glomping. Glomping. Glomping, also known as. a double edged sword. Yeah. Yeah, because I have glomped myself personally, but How I've do also you glomp been. Glomp yourself. No. You smack into an $8 mirror <laughs> from Walmart. Right? No, I mean, I've glomped a person when, when I Oh, said, I'm just like, what? how do you <laughs> jump in the air, wrap your legs around you? I, I just find a mirror, I'm just like, yes, and me. That's how and, his, and so that's why there's glass all over his floor. Right? Shit. You all right, Caleb? I love <laughs> I, the floor I, candy. I, I'm very vain. You got me, Brad. Oh. But yeah, I no. really wouldn't call that vain. I would call that painful. I would call that I mean, a weird ass... I mean, to be I would fair. call that the weirdest fucking fetish we've talked about on this show. But, God, but, there's someone that but, looks but, like but, me. But, I'm going to fight him. But, right? but, but jokes aside, I, know. I like I, I glomped once, like jokingly, but like after that I didn't do it again. But I know people like who glomped, and then the issue was like people would glomp out of nowhere and you wouldn't know the people. Oh when yeah, they drop you. Yeah, but like when I did it, I at least know the person. I kind of gave him like a heads up. It wasn't just like random. I, I was like, I'm, I kind of gave him a heads up You're that like, it was hey, going to happen. You're like, hey, you're good, right? Right? Yeah, exactly. Brace yourself. It's not like someone who's like three times my size is coming up to me just randomly running up at me and then just like jump tackling me and then you're like, oh god, why? So, Undo. Jesus Christ, if I glomped you, you'd be like, I'd hear a wet snap. <laughs> right? I'm and a twig. Know, like, He's not lying. Yeah. What about me? 
No, you'll survive. Shit. You bounce. You've got a Jewish ass. Right? Shit. Uh-huh. I've had both sides. Like when sides. Jack says twink, he's literally talking about me. Yeah. Quite, quite literally. In my, in my giant Wikipedia entry for just our show, the definition of twink just has a picture of him smiling. That's all it is. So what is it? Twinkie and ice cream sandwich? Yeah, pretty much. Oh my god, that needs to be your guys' t-shirts. Oh my god. <laughs> well, I had I said the joke where we're the Vulcan Skull of podcasts, which is kind of somewhat close. But now I'm visualizing a Twinkie and an ice cream sandwich in cosplay. <laughs> that would totally make a good shirt. I'm a not Twinkie gonna lie. wearing like a, a schoolgirl outfit and cat ears and then Oh it's fucking ice cream sandwich. The ice cream with an sandwich afro. would be like yeah, like the priest robe and the afro. <laughs> I well, fucking... well, well the, the thing is that we haven't talked about on the show is I've talked about we I've talked about with a friend next year about doing panty and stocking. I'm gonna do stocking and my other friend's gonna do panty and he'd be guard about. He really wants me to come back for well, that. Yeah. My, so I was like, it could it could in theory work. I would fucking wear that shirt. But alright, alright. We we do need merch, so it doesn't hurt. That's true. <laughs> um so what was it? It's a bit bright or red bubble. I mean I do Red my... Bubble. Red yeah. Bubble, yeah. Event rights for tickets. Oh. Yeah. So, one of the things I was going to say was, I've had both sides of glomping. I've been glomped with consent, I've been glomped inconsensual. Unconsensually. Thank you. So, the first time, it was an Eno cosplayer. She she was cute, she was my age at the time, and that was perfect. It was like, hey, can I glomp you? I'm like, yes. So, she takes a couple of yards back and, like, takes a running charge. I'm just like... I should probably brace myself. <laughs> this girl Chun Li jumps and like wraps herself around me, and I I have only seconds to brace myself, and I'm actually sliding back because of my cheap ass dollar store flip flip flops and going, what the fuck just hit me? I feel like it's an episode of DBZ and you're just sliding back. Right? Like, fuck. The second time it was at a bowling alley at a meetup. And then I don't know where one of my friends just screams, Jax! And I have literally half a second to turn around, and I just feel the wind get knocked out of me as her head hits me in the solar plexus, and I go sailing back. Yeah. And this, and glomping generally became a thing due to being seen in a lot of anime, but I think the first one that me, most people think of is Rama One Half. Yeah. And, and that's where it generally comes from. And then it just oh, started appearing at anime conventions because, you know, Robot Half is a very was a very big anime late nineties, early two thousands. So. Oh yeah, it was a classic. Yeah. Shit, it still is a classic. Oh, no, yeah, it's definitely still a classic. No arguments here, but So yeah. Glomping was hell. Holy shit, glomping it was a positive and a negative. But the next thing on our docket has it's, to be the memes. It's it's a lot more sillier. Uh mainly because when he talks about memes, they're talking about the meme dances that popped up at conventions in the mid two thousands. So you had your Hari Hari Yukai, you had the Carmel Dancing. You had the uh, Lucky Star Cheerleader Dance. Yeah, and then you had League Spinner, the Tima Girl. But basically, uh, think of like cosplay meetups, but instead of cosplay meetups, everyone's meeting up to do the dance at one location. Basically oh how God. it's filled. So many of the, like, and the it, hallways and stuff would be yeah. packed with people doing the dance, and you'd have all these girls to be in the cosplay, and then just or the outside, or wherever they could meet Yeah, flash this. mobs yeah. were very popular for these types of dances back in the day. I remember... I was huge into the caramel dance, and so I, did, I went to the caramel dance and one myself. Uh, but it was very popular. Yeah, and that was also one of the few times that I've ever crossplayed was during the Lucky Star era. Holy shit, that was fun. Quick story. 
Sort version, I made a bet with a friend of mine while we were both drinking, and the whole deal was she bet me that I would not cosplay, nor will I use her cosplay specifically, of Haruko from Fooly Cooly. And I made a bet that she wouldn't use my cosplay from Gunsmith Cats. So we got drinking, and the whole bet was if you can get, if you put on my costume and survive an entire day at a convention, I'd give you 200 bucks. So instead, I put on her costume, it barely fit me. And then I use some of this blue face paint that I have to paint half my face blue. And I'm wielding her base like a fucking sword, so I was Braveheart Harko. <laughs> Easiest $200 I've ever made in my life. Most chafing I've ever had in my life, too. Speaking of Harko, uh, what was it? Last year? No, it was two years ago. I got to meet her voice actor. I didn't realize it was Car- uh, Kari Walgreen. Yeah. That's her voice actor. I mean, she's pretty up and down the spectrum on versatility. She is a fucking spitfire in real life. Oh, yeah. And uh, energetic as all get out. Uh, she reminds me of my Aunt Lisa, but she's one of those tiny, tiny ladies that you're like, oh, there's no way there's this much energy coming from her. And she was like, ha, 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 I will show you what I have. Shit. No, so. she's scary spitfire. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, man, those were some of the best times. And we didn't even get to the one that's usually the one that's kind of like not really that well known nowadays. Get on. Everybody, yeah. Nobody remembers that shit, but that was one of the best memes. Oh yeah. We're also forgetting one more that's kind of big. What? In 2012? No, that is Nine Cat is one, but it's called Gangnam Style. Yeah. Gangnam Style by Psy back in 2012 was a huge hit conventions, and it was. Quite literally everywhere. <laughs> well, Gundam Style, uh, Harlem Shake. Yeah. Um, Harlem Shake went real the r- game. Rule 34. Oh, the game has always existed. The game has been a classic for years. The game also, you can classic. suck my dick for fucking bringing it up, you son of well, a bitch. We just stuff. all lost, okay? God it's, it's, damn it's, it. I mean, it, literally people walk around, and when you had the whole uh, Shia LaBeouf, just do it. Oh, God yeah. almighty. Just or... do it. I, remember, I was at one... I think the year we came out, I was at Anime Midwest, unfortunately, and I just remember every person I hear, like, at least 25 plus times a day, like, you're like, just do it. I'm like, oh my god, please stop the That year that god. came out, there was one guy in Anime Iowa that screamed it all weekend. All weekend. I would have probably oh, thought Did he not have a voice by the end of the weekend? And it was like, by late Saturday, he officially got kicked out. He would do it just enough outside that the con be like, well, he's technically outside. It's just by the end of the weekend, we all went and literally kicked the shit out of him. Fair. This is that's no, god damn it. Or when, when the whole John Cena thing, like you know, it's John Cena. Everyone would just be blah, that blah, was blah. that was fucking tame compared to the yeah. just do it. Oh, I know. No, John or Cena just hates his own damn opening. Oh, that's another hugely popular one. Thank, oh, thank you, you do a bridge. Car games on motorcycles, and anyone in Yu-Gi-Oh cosplay got it shouted at them constantly. Because I remember when that first came out, it was when Martin did his uh, Valentine's Day, or it was like his April Fool's video. Yeah, it was, it was one April of the Fool. two, yeah. It's April, April Fool's. Fool's. And I almost got to be part of that video, and because I couldn't get down for the weekend. All I know is one of our friends was all like, hey, come down to Kansas City this weekend, and we're going to be recording some funny stuff. And I'm like, well, I just can't make it down, uh, because we're saving money for this, and just can't just work. What they didn't tell us was they were recording in cosplay with Yu-Gi-Oh! 5Ds stuff to send to Martin to use for the April Fool's joke. 
I was so pissed off afterwards, but I'm like, yeah, whatever, you know, it's it's long down the road. But then after you were mad for a few weeks because like, oh my god, it's popular, and then they started beating it into the ground like a dead horse, and you're like, yeah. oh my god, I'm so glad I'm not part of it. Yeah, when the joke goes too far and it gets killed due to overplay, you're like, I'm kind of glad I'm away from this. Yeah, it was one yeah. of those things yeah. where I was just like, I almost rented a Harley Davidson just so I can fucking come in on a 5Ds cosplay and just hold up my deck like, bitches, you already know what this is. And I'm <laughs> glad I didn't. God, speaking of 5Ds, it reminded me I built two-thirds of a dual runner in my yeah, living room. And I remember why, that. And I'm like, because I wanted to? I was... Damn near impressed by that damn thing. I had a lot of people be like, holy shit, you do what we kind of wish we could. I'm like, what? I'm bored and I build shit? Right. That's all what it is. It's like, in my mind, I want to build this. I'm going to do it now. I love it because Matt, he'll come to the living room. I'm like, what are you working on? I, I don't know. It's, I saw it's just it. something. I, like it. I wanted to make it. I can't it. remember. Was it a uni wheel or was it Jaden's? The D wheel? Yeah. Uh, it's you say. Okay. Yeah. I was trying to remember which one you were building. Well, I love that there's like actual this, tech yeah. for it. And it's just a mag lift wheel tech yeah, motorcycle. And we now, like 10 years later, have tech to make that. Yeah. We can make that in our houses out of sheer fucking boredom if we really want to. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I'm not going to do it because that's a lot of TIG welding, but fuck that. But, I mean, if you get bored, you just start making sets in addition to cosplay, too, because that's, that's, kind of that's another yeah, big thing that is making sets. Yeah. yeah. All right. Oh, my God. 3D printing has definitely helped. Oh, dude. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Man, no, that's the one thing that I've been a little iffy about because I I love watching when people 3D print cosplays and props, but I am such a stickler for my own detail that the nanosecond I 3D print something and I see spaghetti lines, I will fucking scream. Well, it's because it's a cheap printer that you see spaghetti lines. Yeah. It's a cheap printer and they, qu- they printed it quick. If you take time and you print it slow and on high... High quality, high detail. It's you, when you get the spaghetti shits when people are rushing them. Yeah. So you just want to make sure you're taking your time on it like you would with a proper prop, and then like you're basically. Well, it's good. like printing a photo. Yeah. Yeah. You print it on high res and slow. Now that quick shit because you start getting streaks and lines in it. Yup. Exactly. No, you said exactly what I'm thinking. Oh, so let's hit up the next thing because this one's actually a personal favorite one: the fake cosplay weddings. The there reason we're a, saying fake wait. is because they're actual real cosplay this weddings is, nowadays. Yeah, this, those is, are this, very, is, this is back when you'd come across people in like wedding attire because they just wanted photos of it. Yeah, yeah. This basically, isn't, this isn't a negative. This is the other thing I want to point out. These are just things that were back in the day. Okay. Like, like I went to an ASIN one year and saw there was like a uh, a Naruto and a Hinata that were getting married. Yeah, yeah, type of stuff like that because it was it's uh, photos. Yeah. It's what CC and Lelouch from like, or like CC, or uh, Colin and Lelouch from uh, Code Geass were like kind of common. Oh, when they were trying to recreate the uh, R1 and R2 art books. Yeah. 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 And that's what I'm like. It was, like that. It was a really cool concept. <laughs> Back when everyone thought Lelouch and Colin were going to get together. That oh, happened. Oh, God almighty. Was I the only one in the boat that was like, hey, maybe Lelouch and CC are, no, no. I like Lelouch and CC. Technically, if you follow the manga... Technically, that's real. Um, there has been some interaction with him and C2. I mean, that's kind of the same thing with Bible... Uh, not Bible Black. Uh, Which is funny Black because... Lagoon. I was going to say, Bible, Bible Black. and Daddy both oh, talk the to that same one chick, that. but let's put it that way. Well, yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey son, how's it feel to know that's my whore, too? Right. What? Wait, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, I forgot to tell you that. Oh. Father of the year. Slight so, detail I skipped out on. <laughs> a slight little segue because I, I made a slip, but it actually brought up something. High schoolers cosplaying hentai. 
That's not being a thing. Oh my god, my first day said I saw a 15 year old cosplaying from Bible Black. Yeah. No, one of my first fucking conventions when Bible Black was king. I remember the one that has Miss Meow in it, but I know like someone who was like 17 or 18 was cosplaying. And I was like, you're you're too young to be cosplaying. I saw an entire high school uh, girl group cosplaying all the characters from Bible Black, and my brain snapped in half because I'm like, I'm 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 perv. That that no. No. How no. FBI. F- Chris Hansen's just sitting in the corner just waiting like the bait's been set so I'm gonna come what the fuck I've been asked to cosplay Boku no Pico a lot no no no. I haven't done no. it but I've been asked no. a lot this year, I'm just drawing it out I'm just throwing it out there this year someone was my hero and that's just a hint on what the fuck happened someone cosplayed Pico from Boku no Pico dressed up in a UA uniform and I'm just like are you doing Boku no Pico Academia? Oh and I'm just my and he's just like finally someone gets him. What the fuck is this cursed image that is now ingrained in my, my soul? Mind. Oh god. God no. But no, I've had at least like four or five groups ask me, and I'm like, I I don't know if that's for me, friend. Also, he was eating ice cream, that made it worse. But Oh My favorite quote from any hentai is worms don't go there. Yup. Or hell, what is that? I see like high schoolers are like, I want to cosplay for me, me, me. And I'm like, please, Jesus, please, no. No, please, that's, no. No. So, so That's the opposite of why me, me, me exists in the first place. So a gun plus wet dream? Yeah. 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 That's something to cosplay if you're underage. Hell, I remember the first time I met Beth, Kawhi Besu. And oh, she was okay. dressed as uh, one of the girls from me, me, me. Her dad is also John St. John, the voice of Duke Nukem, Bigs the Cat. 30 other voices. He's a postal guy, most recently. Super cool dude. Friends with him on real life. Uh, but he is not a guy that I would take lightly. No. No, He'll I would shoot never somebody. Take he will whip the ass of anyone. That, and what's hilarious is because he's got that salt and pepper look. He's got the older dude look. Well, he was sitting next to Beth one time and it was at Ramen Con. And this dude was very much trying to hit on her. Left and right, she's wearing like hardly nothing in the Mimi Me outfit, and John is sitting right next Jesus, to him. No. Oh, he, he, that guy making a mistake. I'm watching right this now, from across the hallway, going, "This man about to die." Does he realize that her dad is right there? Is right next to him, and I'm not saying that Beth can't defend herself. No. Oh no. I'm just going. This man's gonna watch to... this. I'm waiting for this train wreck to happen. This man is about to die. Because John St. John's generally a nice guy for the most part. He's very nice. I have seen him lose his shit. <gasps> yeah, oh, but yeah. when he loses his shit, he loses his oh, shit. No, no. Did Yomacon. you guys witness what he did at Yomacon? Yeah. No, I've only heard the I've darkness. only heard stories. So oh. DC Douglas's fan fiction panel. Yep, put it that the way. Plus one, yep. 900 people out in the hallway waiting for it. And after a few snafus of moving to a bigger room and whatnot, get there. And the tech guy fucks it up. Big time. Ruins it to her. Won't connect his tablet for the show and everything else like that. So most of the audience leaves. They still do a Q&A, but John gets in there and goes, what? Because the year before, the same tech guy fucked over John's panel. Oof. And John was drunk. Oh, Very oh drunk. no. And flipped his shit, started shouting, and literally took the mic, grabbed it, and slammed it. <laughs> On the table. <laughs> Yikes. <coughs> Down to where all you heard was a... Boom! The microphone and everyone's like, ah! And DC's like, it's okay, it's okay. And he's like, he's like shouting. DC's like, let's go drink. And we're all like, yeah, let's go drink. Let's now. go drink. Let's go drink now. Oh. Now back to your original story. <laughs> After our tangent. But it was just eventually 
the guy kind of got the hint that Beth wasn't interested in that. And it's just, you could tell John was watching the guy the entire time. I don't think he realizes it at all. Mm-hmm. Oh, that poor bastard. I know. So, back on the fake cosplay wedding, since we have hit the tangent from A hell. lot of them were just excuses for photo shoots. Yeah. That, that was mainly It's all it. like, but, I love color and see you too, let's have a wedding. And they're like, all right, let's do it. But, but basically... In the late '90s, it was really common to have just like cosplay wedding meetups, where like it was basically where people would get would get together and there'd be like wedding after wedding after wedding, so you could get like all the weddings done and just get the photos out of the way because that used to be a thing back yeah. in the day. In where, Japan? No, no here. here. No, wow. one of the so, big things. Because there were strict really? like cosplay meetup weddings where it was like eight to ten weddings in a row <laughs> between like certain cosplayers, and they would go up and like do the whole thing for their characters, and then. Then the next Don't paragraph. Don't fan fiction's cheaper? Right? I mean, oh, you're not wrong. Here's where it gets fun. So, during SoyCon, for a very long time, we actually had someone that was ordained, like, being the mediator for all these cosplay weddings, and people were getting certificates and shit. Technically, if they're legally ordained and they file the paperwork correctly, that is if legally... If they file it. If they yeah. file it correctly, yeah. that means yeah. they have to pay money. Yeah. Or, gosh, I remember, like, one year at Ace, I think it was Ace in 2012, there was an actual, like, legitimate cosplay yeah. wedding for, uh, what was it? It was Roy Mustang and Razor Hawk, I don't yeah. And I saw the bride and group, like, oh my gosh, it looks so cute. And they even went to well, Travis's hell, panel. Well, hell, next year, you and I are doing a Final Fantasy 15 themed cosplay wedding because the venue for our actual wedding is super small because it's Chicago, and to get everything in one spot, you're going to have to do that. But to accommodate everything else is we're going to be doing a giant cosplay wedding either at Yomacon or RamenCon, depending on where we have it because it's closeness and the variety. But, I mean, it's, I get it if you're trying to, like, actually do it as an actual wedding or for photos, but just doing it for as an excuse to play Kiss Face with your, your shipping partner or whatnot, it's like... It's kind of dumb. Yeah, you can go hide in the corner and go do that. So. that yeah. That's kind of why it's died over there because people are like, there are cheaper alternatives to do this, I think. Right. Yeah. right. Mm-hmm. So. Also, seriously, you two are the only reason I'm about, A, about to play Final Fantasy 15 all the way through, and B, cosplay from Final Fantasy 15. Oh. Because um, I care for you bastards too damn much. Uh, it's a very fun game. It's the game that actually got me back in the series. I started playing 7 because uh, I got it as a birthday gift when I turned 16. And uh, I'm like, oh, this is really cool. I didn't realize when I was younger I'd actually played, like, one and um, three on the original NES. And oh, so you, so you actually played six? Actually, well, technically it was... Because three was six originally on the NES if you played the English version. Is it was... One was one. Two was, two was four. Three. Two was four, because it had, it had... Depends on which edition you had. Because oh. we didn't get two. No, we didn't get two. We got, we got the... R2 well... was three. We didn't get four until you got the reprints... Because I thought... Jax is sneaking off to go pee right now. Don't you talk about my urination! But, 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 we I, will! But, but, two, uh. but uh, two was four from what I remember because it had uh, Cecil and him being the Dark Knight becoming the, well, the yeah, Paladin. Yeah. And then three was, three was six. six. And then we got... We got, uh, so many we, we got two, three, and five eventually basically on the PlayStation and on the Nintendo DS. What was it called? Chronicles or something? Or, or it was like... Yeah, Chronicles was one and two. And, and then... Three came out on the DS because it was one where like you you made your own class for each one. It wasn't right. character based. And then five came out on the PlayStation Two, but it was like by its own self. Or it was like five and six combined on the PlayStation. Something yeah, they like don't that. understand why we never got them initially in the US. They just thought they weren't going to be marketable. Uh, so kind of like how when kind of uh, like Dragon Warrior because War they Earthbound. took our, yeah because they got. 
Like, I think yeah. it just took a long time for them to translate. By the time they got translated, we had already moved on to, like, the next best thing, unfortunately. Yeah. Because, those, cause, like, I love Earthbound. I love Dragon Quest and Dragon Warrior. Like, those are great. But it's like they just took so long to translate from Japanese to English. I think they didn't have the teams in it. See, that's the funny thing, too. It, like, if you have an original copy of Earthbound that comes with the strategy guide, those things are stupid expensive because they also knew the game was going to be really hard. Yeah. So they're like, here's a strategy guide. But, you know, some random American families are like, I've never heard of this game. Why do I want to go spend 100 plus dollars on something that comes with a yeah. strategy guide? Exactly. And then you realize, what is still in the box, those things are four to $500, aren't they? Yeah, they sell... For bank nowadays, Earthbound cartridges do legit ones, or like especially a, if it has a scratch and sniff guide. Yeah, hell, you can get an original mint in box Final Fantasy VII for PS One, and I see those go anywhere from hundred to three hundred dollars depending on what you got. If you got the regular or the greatest hits, yeah, because I know I had the greatest hits version of Seven myself. How much did you get for my Parasite Eve game? Uh, your Paris, I didn't get. I bought it. Well. Well, you know what I mean. Maddie's a big fan of Parasite Eve, which is basically just the Final Fantasy VII engine repurposed. Because it was fucking good. Parasite well, Eve's great. I it love it. It was a good engine. It was just, but they took uh, part of the engine for Resident Evil 1, and then they took the engine for Final Fantasy VII and made a baby called Parasite Eve. Um, it was a good game, but it was like most of the copies of that are either beaten up, scratched up, or whatnot. I had to find some collector in Colorado that had it. I got her an original edition with the demo disc in it, with the actual pamphlet. Demo disc for what? Huh? It was... Well, you have the physical copy, don't you? Can we go find it? Yeah. Because yeah. I wonder what the demo's no, for. I'm a little stuck. All right, so due to the power of editing magic, poof, the game is in my hand. <laughs> so Hooray! for the original edition of Parasite Eve, not even like the greatest hits, like an actual PlayStation disc, um, it's a two-disc. No scratches, the book's in amazing shape. But the demo disc that came with it, and let's show you how rare this thing is. Xenogears, Bushido Blade 2. Well, the Xenogears is a playable demo. Bushido Blade 2 is a movie. Uh, Brave Fencer Masashi is a demo movie. And then Final Fantasy VIII is the demo movie. And because to Parasite uh, Eve 2 ran on the Final Fantasy VIII engine. Yep, yeah. It did. Which I'm currently struggling. Because it used the engine where they would project an image and then the 3D models would walk on it. Because they're like, oh, it's a 3D texture. No, they're just walking on an image. It's all what it is. Reminds yep. the good old days back when you go to Pizza Hut and you'd get the demo disc Oh, my Pizza God. Hut. I, I love that. That was the only way I got my games for a while. Yeah, right? no, same. Because if you weren't... You, 60 bucks was a lot for games back then. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you think 60 bucks is bad now, imagine back in the 90s. And you're like, oh my god, this is, you know, it's all the money. It was I have. 40 to $60, depending Dude, on the remember game. Remember when Game Boy games used to be a flat 20 bucks? Yep. Yeah. That was yep. beautiful. Oh, yeah. Well, I remember when SNES games were like 70 to 80 when they first came out. Yeah, like, no, SNES games were expensive back in the day. And that's why, like, if you got a ton of a game on your SNES, you were kind of mad because you spent $80 on. Oh, oh yeah. Well, it's because they had all those security chips they put in there because Nintendo's like, oh, no, no one's pirating our stuff ever. Russians are like, that's cute. That's a joke. Give us five minutes on a soldering iron. But, yeah, no. That one, oh, I'm just remembering how the only reason I was able to play Soul Reaver is because Best Buy had that demo set. That was it. Yeah, a lot of us played our video games either at the McDonald's demo thing on the N64. Yep. 
uh, Walmart, Sega demo, or the Super Nintendo demos that they have. Or the Blockbuster. Toys R Us. Yeah, blockbuster. I would say Blockbuster was a common one. Hell, I only got to play Sonic Spinball at Toys R Us. I got to play some games that, I because I have allergies, I went to a doctor to get allergy shots. Doctor and, shops, yeah. Yeah, and they would have, they had a Sega in there, and that's where I played I my Sega games. God, what was it? When I went to go see my orthodontist years ago, when I used to live over in Hell Park, my orthodontist had a PlayStation, and I remember all the time while I was waiting, I'd play like Spyro... Or, oh god, what Oh, was when it? you get like PlayStation Magazine and it would come with a decent demo disc? Yeah. Oh, no, that's how. I, no, that was the one and only time I ever played Madden. Funny story. Fucking usually hate sports Back games. Back when Madden used to be a good game. Back. Just to recycle. Oh, yeah. yeah. Every Pretty year much. it's the same thing. Every <laughs> goddamn year. Cough Pokemon. Ah! <laughs> no. It's the same engine. We've updated the graphics and uh, reskinned the Pokemon. Here you go. Mm hmm. You're not exactly wrong. I'm not happy with the new game the, that came the, out. The game's totally different. It's not the same recycle. Uh-huh. About that. Uh-huh. So, jumping into the last <laughs> thing on the docket, which, honestly, I personally believe needs to come back. Old school meetups. So, the old school meetups in the Chicago area used to go like this. We would meet up at Mitsua, which is an Asian marketplace in the Schaumburg area, uh-huh. slash Arlington Heights. And then from there... You would go to GameWorks, which eventually became round one later on, which is slightly farther away, but still, you go to an arcade and you play at the arcade. And then after that, if you're feeling very feisty that evening, you go out for karaoke. Which used to be at Ding Dong Dong. Yeah. But now, round one kind of does both, because you can do the arcade and karaoke at the same place. You're you're missing a part. Where the 4 o'clock in the morning Denny's run. At the end, yeah. And then you hide in a goddamn parking lot blaring weed music until the sunrise and then drive home questioning what your existence is. And then you basically get home at like 6 to 7 a.m. and then you fall asleep and then you wake up at like 2 and then you're like, well, that happened yesterday. Yep. Oh, good times. Well, hell, I know, um, what, Connell's Elite's coming up, what, the next week or so? People are playing this, like... That's next weekend. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not going. But... Fuck them. It's the weekend before Christmas. Yeah, okay. Oh, wait. Oh, so we, we haven't said this this entire time, but we've had a fourth guest on the show. This random ass cat. Little Blake. It's our cat, Blake. Yeah. Blake's just very curious. Yeah, Weiss is in the corner sleeping. Blake is just being Blake and trying to join in on the show. To those on the podcast, if you're not aware, Blake is a munchkin mix, so she's very curious. Mischievous. So, she's a Blake, pretty much, in a nutshell. And Weiss is sleeping in the corner in her cat bed. Being prissy. And they are named for that very reason. Weiss is a very white, fussy cat, and Blake is a very energetic ninja cat. I have no comments besides accurate. And, yeah, I'm alright with this. I have literally seen Blake clear nine feet of air. She'll get running jump, and she'll jump on the edge of the couch and have made it to the love seat. And I was sitting on the couch gaming going, okay... <laughs> Haven't seen that in a while. All right, shadow jumping. But yeah, before we get distracted by the adorableness that is now just sitting at the edge of the recording. She's tired. She's tired and she's just like, yeah, I have opinions too. I went to these things that you talk about. I'm a human. Yeah, but cosplay gatherings and just regular gatherings and sins are, are, are fun. But in like the older you get, the more you have to work, the more you got to do, the more you got to work on cosplay, and you just, you just get it's lost. It's hard to find the free time, The basically. hubbub of everything, and yeah. it's like... Because, like, we used to do... Hey! We Sorry. used to also do this... garden meetups back in the day, because we'd go to, like, a cosplay garden, or we'd go to, like, a beach, or, you know, insert area here, where it's like, 
We're doing a cosplay meetup, and I mean, they're still doing it nowadays because we went to one in Chinatown earlier earlier this year, and they did one at a uh, college, and I think they're like doing one at Dave and Buster's next weekend. Yeah, my if friend. I remember yeah, Eddie's hosting it. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, it's gonna say Eddie B Photos likes to do cosplay gatherings because it's it's a good thing for people to get out to because if everyone waits on everyone else to get them assigned or due to, no one does it, and Eddie's. And he's a really nice guy, and he goes through, and he's just, he's got that peppiness that I kind of wish I still had on certain things. But he's a very get up and go kind of person, yeah. and he, he just goes for it. Yeah. If we, anyone's ever looking for some good photo bookings, uh, Eddie B Photos does a really good job. Yeah. So we actually put, uh, pinged him. Uh, I want to say a couple of episodes back, just because we were at the Chinatown meetup and we had a blasty blast talking. He's to him. very good at what he does. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He's very thorough. Oh yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I'm glad that meetups are coming back. They're not in the same vein because back in the day they weren't about photo shoots. They weren't about um, trying to get. Just hanging out. Yeah, it was just chilling out in cosplay and then making random ass jokes. Back in the day when you didn't have to. God, sorry guys, I can't really hang out. I have to go do a photo that's going to get me like twenty thousand likes on my Instagram tonight. Yeah, and I have to do six TikToks. Whereas um, back in the day it was like, hey guys, I gotta go. Why? I've been drinking since we got here, and I have no idea which way is up. That or I got work in the pants, morning, right? Or that, yeah. What a many options. Oh, I gotta go. Why? Well, my friend over here has been vomiting profusely in Denny's parking lot, and none of us really know what oh, to do about God. it. It's okay. I've got sawdust in my truck. We'll right? take care. Shit. Just make him a pillow out of sawdust, and then he'll siphon off the rest of the puke. Right. Oh, I thought about Surrey Con. Oh, tell us a story. We were at Matsuri Con earlier this year, and we went to go do photos with our friend Alex, who's cosplaying as Black Canary. As we're doing photos, I know this one girl, about my size, but multiplied by three. We were in the park across the street, and it's this little communal thing, and it's like one in the morning. And very heavy set girl, and a bunch, she's got three or four friends, so it's like, it's like if you doubled Jax's weight, but made him a foot shorter. And all their friends were about your built, Caleb. I can't okay. be that. I can't be that short. And uh, she apparently someone made some comment about her being overweight, and uh, she went and drank herself stupid to the point where she blacked out. Ooh, that's not good. And they're like, "Hey, you need to come over here, Brad." And I'm like, "What's going on?" And they're like, "She's all rambling and she's drunk." And she's like, "Oh, I'm sorry." And she's on the ground, and they can't get her back up. So one of the people goes inside to the hotel to get a wheelchair to get her in, and there's this big leveled out cosplay garden like you know fountain anything but it's all layered up by brick steps and everything and i'm like oh this is gonna be really interesting to get her back inside so they got the wheelchair around and then she just puked all over everything and got it on half her friends i got out of the way real quick but we had to get her up in the wheelchair and it was dead weight dead weight and that was uh, a struggle and whatnot but we got her inside, we got her in her hotel room, and they got her into the bathroom. But it's just, oh my god, it's just like, I'm looking at this, I'm like, ugh. Because as soon as I saw the girl, I'm like, something bad's going to happen, because she hit her head on the table. And I'm like, ow. Her friends were like, they look like 100 pounds soaking wet, they're not going to be able to pick up this girl. And it's in, in situations like that, you need to like cut them off from drinking. You don't let them drink that much. Right. Well, we didn't know she was drinking that much. Well, stop Yo, her. Real talk, seriously. If you're if you have friends that are drinking heavily at a convention, be the adult. I'm sorry, but yeah, yeah everybody's trying to have fun. 
But no one's going to have fun when you have to clean up like 50 gallons of puke at the end of the night. No one's going to have fun if they die from alcohol poisoning. Exactly. Yeah. That's just going to put a sour on everyone's night. It's not going to be I, I have voluntarily whacked friends in the balls to get them to stop <laughs> drinking because they won't listen. Because when you're drunk, you're like, no, I'm good. It's fine. You I have wrong. need them in the balls and just like, I'll be the asshole right now. But the next morning, like, well, thanks for keeping me from Because they got violently sick. Because mm-hmm. they would drink too much. Because you get people to drink because they're depressed or sad or someone broke up with me. Hell, there was that first con we took Jeff to. And his high school sweetheart, he dated for three years. And they broke up like a month before Anime Iowa. And he went and we only had him drink a little. And he got all sad and crying and depressed and everything. And he's, oh, and I'm like, took him back up to the room. And I filled the sink in the, our hotel room full of ice water and... I goes, what are you doing? I'm like, come here, Jeff. And he goes, why? And I shoved his head in the ice water. Uh-huh. And he got up. He's like, oh, uh-huh. why did you do that? And I'm like, it's going to shove you or it's going to shut you the fuck up. Uh-huh. One or the other is going to fucking happen. And after a few head dunks in there, he's like, okay. Okay, I'm thinking clearer. If I stop crying, will you stop shoving my head in the ice water? And I'm like, no deal. He's like, fine, fine, I'll stop. Once he calmed down, he's good. His first few times drinking at cons were not fun. Because he doesn't understand, he didn't, he didn't know his limits. Hell, uh, Nakakon one year, he was still single, was trying to date a girl. Uh, he met some girl that Friday night, and they, you know, made out and whatnot, which was funny because Final Fantasy 15 had just come out, and he was dressed as Prompto, and Robbie Damon, the voice of Prompto, was there at the con, and Jeff accidentally met Robbie and didn't realize who it was because he was making up with a girl in one of the side chairs out outside the rave. And they're like, oh, and Robbie stopped by and he goes, hey, you know, I love your prompt. That's really cool. And Jeff's really drunk going like, yeah, I'm going to go meet this Robbie Damon guy this weekend and get his autograph. And Robbie's like, I'm Robbie Damon and kind of walks off and the girl goes, do you know who that was? And Jeff's, when he's drunk, he's very delayed reaction goes, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) And he tried running after, couldn't do it. So like Saturday comes by and we get through and we do autographs. And Jeff's like, well, you know, I'm going to go try and go hang out with the same girl again. Well, what happened later was the girl was all head over heels from him, but all her girlfriends are like, you don't need to be seeing a guy and everything. They were meddling it and were like, keep telling her not to respond all day. So he got blown off all day. And I'm like, dude, I don't think this is going in the right way. I think she's having buyer's remorse or someone's meddling in it. And I was right. And he went and got all drunk and went and tried finding her. And she eventually found her. And she's like, well, you're nice and everything. But, Bye. you know. And he got mad and went and drank and got shit bombed real bad after I told him to stop drinking. And he texts me in the middle of cosplay combat with, I need help. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, I'm drunk. Where? And we're at Nakakon down in Kansas City. So it's this nice hotel. It's cold out, too, because it's February. It's snowing outside. We are two blocks down from the hotel and another hotel, which is like a five-minute walk. So I walk down there in shorts and some other thing and like a hoodie. I had all my stuff on me because I imagined that was all I was carrying back. I didn't realize I was going to be carrying a 120-pound weakling bag. <laughs> yeah. We get in there, and I find out that he's passed out in a bathroom on the ground, hugging a toilet on the ground. And I get in there, and I'm like, where are you at? And all I see is a bathroom stall door vibrate because he kicked it really hard. He was drunk. He got passed out. He woke up. First thing I learned was, give me your glasses, give me your phone, and give me your wallet. And he goes, why? You are not losing that. Because 
My friend Wyatt did the same one year and lost his glasses because he puked and they fell in the toilet and he flushed them. <sighs> oh, yeah. Ah, he didn't tell that me. sucks. He didn't tell me that they were flushed. He's just like, I don't know where my glasses are. So we tore apart his car and everything else we were at. And then like three days later, he goes, I think I flushed my glasses. And I'm like, you son of a bitch. We've been searching for three days. But long story short, I had to drag him out, and then everyone suddenly becomes this educated, like, oh, man, you need to get more water. You need to do this and that. He had seaman legs every two or three feet because he could walk two or three feet, and then his legs would be like, I don't want to work anymore, and he would drop. That five-minute walk to the hotel took 45 minutes back. It is 30 degrees out. I'm freezing my ass off. I'm pissed because he ruined the one panel I wanted to go to all weekend, which was cosplay combat. So I get him back. We're sleeping on an air mattress in the room, and of course he's puking. I'm not going to let him sleep on an air mattress because I don't want him to lay flat on his back and puke and asphyxiate on it. So I let him sit in his car when I went to go back to the hotel to grab my stuff. And I get back there, my friends are like, "Where was your friend at?" He's out in the car. What do you mean he's out in the car? I'm letting him sleep this off right now, out in the cold. It's going to sober him up. Isn't that kind of mean? I don't think I'm really caring right now at this point because I told him <laughs> twice tonight to stop drinking and he ignored me. I came back about 45 minutes later after going to a, a uh, Yandere panel and winning, which was fun. Came back. He's in the car just shivering and I'm like, you all right? And he goes, oh, oh yeah, I'm okay. And he goes, you sober up a little? And he goes, uh-huh. Do you want to go inside? Yes, please. And he got in and he went to sleep. He didn't remember half the night. So the next morning he woke up, he didn't puke. I said, how are you feeling? He goes, everything tastes like ass. <laughs> I wonder why. So I gave him some cereal. I said, maybe your blood sugar's low, eat something. And we had like some Captain Crunch Walmart <laughs> knockoff or whatever, like Fruity Pirate cereal or something. Yeah. And he's just like, see, sitting on the floor and I'm packing everything. And he's just like, oh my God, everything tastes like ass. <laughs> and he slept in the car most of the morning. So we get ready to leave. He sobers up by about two. And he's like, oh my God, what the fuck did I do last night? And I'm like, well, let's look over the text messages and we relate to it. He was like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do it. I was like, no, I understand. I, I get to it. But you, you guys, watch out for your roommates. Yes. He's like, if they start drinking, literally take the liquor from them. I started taking the liquor away from you a couple years ago. I still outdrink everyone in the room. It's kind of funny. Like, the only person in this room... That I can legitimately say can keep up with me is this motherfucker right here. My friend makes this thing called Zombie Punch. Absinthe, Everclear, Mio, Rum, Vodka, Monster, Red Bull, and it's like Kool-Aid, and it's all this thing. It's like in a giant Hawaiian punch jug. And he takes it around Asin and a bunch of other cons, and he'll pour a glass for 20 bucks. But a full-size adult, a solo cup, for 20 bucks, I mean, that's that's good. They're fucked up for the night. Yeah. And I was bored, and he left me one of the jugs. Because yeah. he pulls multiple jugs up. Mm-hmm. And I started drinking. I drank two-thirds of that jug. I think I might have had alcohol poisoning that night, I think. Yeah, you did the next morning. Wait, but I which s- year was this? Uh, Se- what, Asin three years ago? Yeah. So 17? Did I randomly run into you is the question? Because I was shithouse myself that Well, year. we went by the smoking area where all the bongs were, but because the smell was so horrendous, I had to leave that area. But I... What was in that area? <laughs> we, probably, we may have seen you. It was 2017, I think. It was. Yep, it was 17. Because everyone made the joke last year of Brad going to flood the bathroom. So it's like, I was in my Mark cosplay, 
I had my glasses, had everything on it. I didn't lose anything. I made it across the street just fine. Chicago traffic. I, yeah. Out by Rosemont. Got back to the room, and I'm like, you know, I'm pretty drunk. Yeah, I said I'm going to go take that. a shower to sober up. Right. I'm actually pretty good drunk when I go to cons, because my friend Catherine goes, oh, yeah, all my friends I drink with, Brad's the one. They're for as big as he is. He'll get back in the room. He'll shower. He'll clean up, and he'll go right to bed. He won't make a fuss. He won't be loud. He doesn't ever puke all over the room. So yeah, that's uh, the big important one: is not puking, puking all, all over, over the room, room or being or loud and really annoying when you're out trying to sleep. We've all been in that room before. Yes, uh. we, we have. So I went and took a shower. That's all I remember, and that's about three in the morning. Yep. And then I woke up about six thirty in the morning, not wearing a stitch of clothing, on the bottom of the shower, which had flooded into the shower into the bathroom, which had soaked my clothes that were all on the floor. Which my phone and wallet were in. Ah. And I'm still drunk. And I'm like, holy shit, the roller coaster ride's not ending. <laughs> and the hangover was kicking in, and then my body suddenly goes, uh-oh, you want to puke. So I got it mostly in the shower and then into the toilet. But it had Hawaiian punch in it. So I thought I was cleaned <laughs> off. Nope. So I go in to make sure my phone works. I said, you know what, I'm so tired, I'm out of it. I want to sleep a little bit. So I go dry off as best as I can with a towel. All I'm wearing is a towel. I sneak into the room. The bed has white bed sheets. I don't realize that I brush against it. I get an hour of sleep before someone walks into the bathroom and goes, Oh my God, there's blood everywhere. <laughs> it was Hawaiian punch. <laughs> and then Jeff goes in there and they realize that the carpet a little bit into the room is soaking wet. Because you walk, walk, walk and you squish, squish, squish. <laughs> and I'm like, it's not blood. It's Hawaiian punch. And I sober up after an hour, and then I have one of the worst hangovers I've ever had in years. It wasn't until like two or three that my raging hangover headache stopped. Yep. And it hurt to do anything. Was it worth it? Oh yeah, it was worth it. But uh, it was all I could do to take my stuff, to get out to the car, to get in the car. And just, just sleep. Because everything was that instant, I might puke at any moment right now. Yeah, because that was also the year when Jeff and I were trying to get August from Crispin Freeman. Oh, God, the Crispin Freeman line was outrageous. That was a nightmare and a half. But oh. I got to the car, I slept, we got a little bit of food to me, and then we were supposed to go do laser tag, but because I couldn't do it, Nick and his sister got to go in. But what's funny is everyone's like, <clears throat> everyone's like, you looked like death the whole morning. Five o'clock that afternoon, I'm like, I want Mexican food. And Randy yeah. goes, How? How do you want Mexican food? I'm like, I want Mexican food. It's great. And I had like yeah. two giant chimichangas with hot sauce. And Jeff goes, weren't you just retching all morning? And I go, I was, but... Yeah. And he goes, does that hurt? No. A little bit. It stings the stomach a little bit, but... C could be worse, right? Oh. Well, I mean, the big thing that's going around nowadays, because uh, I've had a lot of Thanos juice this year, because I have a friend making Thanos oh, juice. Oh, Kyle. Yeah. Kyle. And, then, and then, then there's the five loco, which is basically... Death. Yeah, uh, it's five hour energy plus four loco and Oh, no. who the fuck would drink four Kyle. loco? That Me. shit is nasty. I like four I, loco. I I I, I, I drank the five loco because I didn't know there was a five hour energy in it, but it didn't taste that bad. It was okay. I had like a eighth of the can maybe. Uh, I've tried I tried a four loco once and never again. It was I fucking open. love it, dude. Oh well, I mean to each their own, but it was like I'm like it's like, I hate White Claws with an untold passion. Oh, my God, I hate fucking White Claws. I haven't had a White Claws, so I don't know claw. what it tastes like. If, if you want to drink like a bitch, have a Zima. You know, right? don't, make, don't make it fancier, right? No. Don't so, get me wrong. Zima tastes like Sprite if you drink it quickly. I haven't had a Zima either. What the hell's a Zima? You don't need to Zima know. was like the first era of like 
the spritzers, like the Smirnoff. Oh, okay, gotcha. gotcha. It, it, it was a it was a one point up from a fucking cheerleader beer or a wine cooler. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's all it was. It was a flavored spritzer. It was, yep. it was just it was. Uh, if they took soda and put hard liquor in it, and that was it. So, also funny fact: we somehow went from full circle to this shit. From the mystery of who the fuck put all that blood in my hotel room at Anime Reactor, to years later you putting all the Hawaiian punch at Asen. Oh yeah, no, too, because like the next year I was like, yeah, we don't want to room with Brad. He drinks too much, and I'm like, Jesus Christ! Well, I do a, it once every five that years. That was a people. giant rumor that eventually calmed down. Oh, yeah. I know, I know. I still love it though that Yomacon later that year, Jeff's like, I'm gonna get you drunk, motherfucker, and he gave me a full bottle of Rumple Mints. And I drank it, and I'm like, I'm kind of buzzed. And he goes, you son of a bitch. What does it taste? <laughs> no, that used to be the challenge back in the day for me. Like, everyone would keep giving me bottles of liquor, and I'm just chugging. I'm just like, that was delicious. What's the next one? Oh, yeah, when I would go drinking, when I first turned 21 with my coworkers, they'd all be in their 40s and 50s, and I was the young, like, 21-year-old at work. And then they would start trying to put liquor down me, like, oh, he can hold his weight. And I'm like, yay, free drinks. Right. And then after about 50 bucks most Friday nights, they're like, we're going to stop giving you drinks. And I'm like, why? Because you know it's not doing shit to me at all. Right. No, it's, it's kind of like uh, Final Fantasy VII The Bridge. We keep giving her liquor, but she won't say when. That's why I never did. Wow. I still love it. One of the years at college, my friend Chris, full-blooded Irishman, had a challenge. He's like, I bet you guys 40 bucks I can drink this bottle of Jack in one go. And no one would believe it. And eventually he'd get it to about a couple hundred bucks right there. Because at first he's like, yeah, fuck, whatever. I'll take whatever I can get for it. Right? Oh. And he'd be like, Friday night, he says, you guys have to buy the bottle of Jack. And I'll do it for it. But if I can't do it, I'll pay you for the bottle. I mean, that's fair. He'd crack the lid and he'd just shotgun it down. And everyone would be like, what the fuck? <laughs> But he would be so shit-faced afterwards. But when he was drunk, he could stand up just fine. If he turned, though, <laughs> he was fine. He, he walked down the hall. He's like, all right, straight lines. I'm good. I'm like, man, you just downed a whole bottle of Jack in like a minute. He goes, yeah, I'm pretty good. And he'd turn. He'd be like, yeah, I'm good. And bam. <laughs> and he'd be on the ground face down. He goes, this should hurt. But the Jack makes Ow. it up. There it is. There's like a delayed pain reaction, and then you're like, wait, wait, where, ah, uh, there it is. Yeah. Oh. Well, we're pretty much at the end of the dock. Yeah, we time. are yeah. literally done done. So, honestly, yeah, this has been, once again, a fun-ass episode. It's also an hour shorter than our last episode. We, we toned it down a little bit this time. We didn't ramble half as long this time. We're getting there. We're getting there. We're getting smarter. But yeah, alright guys, we have come to the end of our time. Praising. Oh, wait, well, yeah, that too. <laughs> but it's... Damn it, <laughs> You just ruined Jack for like the last five minutes. What, are we not doing phrasing anymore or anything like that? Damn I'm it, not, phrasing's we, dead. I, I always, I'm like Jack, phrasing all Brad. the time. God damn it. I was on a roll. So if you would like to find us at Twitter, you can find us at Twitter at Conventional Crew without the E. And as always, guys, if you like us, if you love us, if you hate us, hit us up on Tumblr. Hit us up on Patreon. Hit us up on... What the hell else do we have at this point? Coffee? A coffee. Fuck yeah. Uh, contact us at our email, conventionalthepodcast at gmail.com. And then we also have an Instagram and YouTube that we're working on. 
God damn it, every time. I'm always going to mention them until they're done. I fucking hate you. I know, but it's going to get it done. No, it's not. You're going to fucking do it at this point. But anyway. You're not wrong. I probably will. Damn Skippy. All right. But as always, seriously, thank you guys for coming on to our show. You're welcome. Um, if you're going to... If you want to look up uh, Maddie or me again, Maddie. Um, uh, if you want to find me, I am on Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr as Iron Biohazard 3 Um. If you're looking for me, I am Brad Duct Tape Hale on Instagram, Twitter, or YouTube. Uh, if you're anything into Resident Evil, other funny, goofy convention stuff, check me out on there. Uh, I do a lot of funny, goofy stuff with other YouTubers. Uh, I'm actually in the process right now of. Well, by the second week of January, I should have up videos with uh, the actors from Resident Evil 2, known as uh, Nick and Stephanie, who are the mocap actors for uh, Leon and Claire. But that's all I'm going to say, and I'm going to have you guys check that on out. But definitely check these guys on out. Uh, help them reach their $200 goal for the new microphone, because you guys definitely want that He Who Shall Not Be Named podcast. Oh, it would be a very spicy episode seriously. if we get that donation goal, Matt. The spiciest. Yes. $200 gets that episode done. $300 gets guests. Well, you guys should technically have like a, if this goal is met, we'll do the podcast and then we'll do like a video challenge of us doing something. Oh, God. That would be fun. Well, we, we did have the bet initially that if we got like a thousand listens by the end of the year, he would do a crossplay of Sakura from Rampa. And then, was you guys gonna do like a food and, challenge? And then, and then mine was basically we brought back the butt page that I'd read so much, and then we make like butt themed calendars or T-shirts that I have well, to wear. All right, how about this? Th- that was like the initial goal. Yeah. I have a challenge for both you two. Shoot, if you guys reach the two hundred dollar goal for that microphone, you guys have to do the hot noodle challenge. What the hell is a hot noodle? Is it challenge? like hot ramen? Like I'm thinking it is. It's the hot ramen challenge. Can I get a low-sodium version? I mean, I have a hot pepper. I think pepper. they actually do have a low-sodium version of it. Fuck it, I'm down. I, was say, I have a hot pepper panel, so I'm well, not really scared of hot rhyme. No, do I'll this. do one better. If we get $500, I will do the one thing that I have sworn off for years. I will eat a fucking root beer float. And everybody that fucking knows me knows I hate root beer floats. Fucking hate root well, beer. Well, so that is your goal. So that is your goal tier for uh, 2020. Fuck yeah. Shit. Well, let's go with the, the $200. I mean, let's let's get you guys to do the hot noodle challenge. In addition and, to the episode first. But you, yeah. you, you got to eat the whole bowl of noodles before you drink anything. That's it? I'm yeah, down. It's not hard, but it's the funny reactions in between it. It's not what I would call the hottest noodles. No. But it works on you really quick. Because me, I love eating hot stuff. Same. I know you do your hot pepper thing too. But it starts working through your system really quick. I ate it, and it burned, but it was flavorful. But it tastes good. Hmm. Maddie suffered and cried through it and couldn't get through it. Well, that's because Maddie has baby tongue. That, John, not... John Franson, sat there like the proudest pop in the world, nose running, tears going down, and he goes, I don't want to put this down because this is the best noodles I've ever had, but every bite burns my mouth to the extreme. It's, God, what's the best way to do it? It's like anime crying eyes is what he had. Oh, okay, I know what you're talking about. So Where they're just, just, just like the tearing down their face. Fuck, I'm I mean, down. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you probably can just take it and like, oh, okay, it's down. And, and you just keep on eating it because if you stop and eating it, And then I'll poop fire for like really, three days. Yeah, that's basically what's going to happen. you poop fire for a day or two, probably. Hey, no, Jax, every fart burns a little bit. <laughs> like this one right now. The silent ones are acid. Oh, God. But, yeah, so that's our plan now. We are, yeah, that, I'm definitely doing this. Fuck it. I got nothing better to do in my life. 
So, if you want us to do that, hit us up. Yeah, $200. That's the goal. But thank you, Brad and Maddie, for coming on. Thank you for letting us use your apartment to record, which is why their cats are on the show this time. Yeah, y'all know I can't do cats. Except for that one. Blake is cute. But, yes. And with that, I'm Jax. This is Cloud. Anybody. Whichever one wants to go out next. Oh. Um, Meow? No, that's Blake. (laughs) No, I know. It's the Sonic thing. I'm Brad. <laughs> I'm Maddie. And we are signing, signing off. off. Peace. Peace. Yeah.